This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! Miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most single, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we hope will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 203 of Raiders Fan Radio, coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, uh, here to talk a little bit about the Raiders uh, tonight, and uh, we are so, so happy to do so. After a little bit of a break, uh, it's nice to be back and nice to be joined uh, with the best fans in all of football and, of course, the best chat room and best community in all of Raider Nation and as the listeners here at RFR on the YouTubes. And so if you're not watching us on the YouTubes, please do that. If, of course, if you're listening to me now, then you probably are on the YouTubes, or you could be on the Facebooks. We're on the Facebooks, too. Or you could even find us on the Twitches, uh, as, the, as the kids say. But uh, hey, so it's really, really cool tonight because we have a jam-packed show. So excited that you're here to join us. And this ain't no selfie. It's not even a dynamic duo. It's a triple threat tonight. So first... Let me introduce to you the man that is now adorning the Western Annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk. <laughs> Not the legendary yet, the pending legend, Swag Jeff. Hey, yeah. What's up, yeah. Swag Jeff? Oh my gosh, the seat is comfortable. Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Whose chair are you adorning over there? Well, right now it's Swag Jeff's chair. <laughs> it's Swag Jeff's chair tonight. It's, it's roomy. It's, <laughs> it's roomy. It's this is the biggest chair I think I've ever sat in. Have you have you commandeered Masha's spot? Well, for the time being, and what? and if he is if he is in the chat, 
sorry, coach. Uh, <laughs> I will make sure don't to leave him, you a present. Don't hit your... me when you come back. <laughs> exactly. Because yeah. he doesn't like people sitting in his chair. He doesn't like it, but I think he'd be okay with you sitting in his chair. So I yeah. think you're good. I think you're yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so the reason that, Jeff, that you're sitting in Uncle Mosh's Yeah, Mosh's because I chair, brought somebody. Because you brought somebody, so you felt that the, that the Jeff uh, quota was a little shy. We uh, needed more Jeff. We needed more Jeff here in the fan cave. So yeah. you brought your buddy, who, of course, is the all-time passing leader for the Alameda Absolutely. Hornets in Alameda, California, yes. star for the Laney Eagles in Oakland, California, yes. went on to then play at Middle Tennessee State University for the Blue Raiders. Absolutely. But at his core, for the entirety of his life, he has been in Oakland slash Los Angeles slash Las Vegas Raiders fan. Welcome to the fan cave. Give me Jeff. Yes. Appreciate you having yes. me, man. I need that intro everywhere I go. I know, right? Every <laughs> time you walk crazy. into a room. That'd be incredible. <laughs> well, just just take that clip and just like keep it on your phone or something like that. I know. Yeah. Just play it just on play loudspeaker. It. Yeah, fine. <laughs> What's going Appreciate on, it, guys, man. Thanks for having me again, man. Fourth, fourth time. Fourth time here fourth in the time, fan Fourth time. So, fourth you know, time. Saturday Night Live, they have, like, the five-timer club. Yeah. You know, where they get, like, special, like, you know, like, robes and stuff. And exactly. they get a special place to hang out in the green room and all that. Yeah. Like, uh, one more appearance, dude. I'm gonna give and you. I'm you, gonna give me that green jacket, gold jacket. Who gives it? You know what? <laughs> it'll have to be. It'll have to be a silver and black jacket. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, the silver and black. And so, thank you for being here tonight. No, I appreciate uh, you having me. I love coming in here. Great to have you. Of course, you're a longtime Raider fan. Absolutely. And uh, and and always highly knowledgeable about not only the team, but we love your insight on the game of football and oh my especially gosh. the position yes. of quarterback. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love I love talking football, especially Raider football. You can't go wrong. It's there the best go. kind. That's Absolutely. the best kind. Absolutely. Well, glad to have you here, man. And, uh, and so we're going to hear a lot from Jeff tonight. And uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. Uh, I think we're going to go back on the weekly schedule for a little while. Yeah, why not? There's so much stuff going on with, uh, with the Raiders. And uh, so we want to bring it all to you, Raider Nation, and appreciate you joining us. Swag, Jeff, uh, before we jump into the show proper, uh, tell us what we got going on in the chat room tonight. Yeah, yeah, we got everyone in there. We got Kill Jadis, Michelle Sweat, Ron the Mater Raider, Super Him, Tyrone Graves, uh, Daniel Mangus with a 1999 donation Aww. in memory of his uh, best friend that just passed away. So, so oh, pra- prayers to Daniel. Absolutely. Um, and also Chucktown Raider with a four ninety nine donation. Uh, who else we got in there? Uh, I think both the Mangus boys were in there. Matthew. Matthew Mangus is in there as well. Lee B. Uh, the whole crew's here. Super him in there. A whole bunch of folks. Sorry to hear about your loss there, Daniel. Yeah, uh, m- for sure. Much love for from, sure. The, uh, from us here at Raiders Fan Radio and, uh, and condolences to the And Tider Raider, $1.99. Hey, Tider Raider. That's your yeah, buddy, man. QB Jeff. Yeah, that's your That's dude. my boy right there, man. I'm telling you, huh? He, yeah. call, he called me the other day. I was at the store here in Tennessee, Murfreesboro, and uh, I answered the phone. I'm like, hey, hello? And he's like, yeah, this is Ty. Ty the Raider, man. He's like, what should I get? I'm going to the deli in Alameda. So I, I told him what he should get. Yeah. Well, no, that was la- that was what? Last week when we when we went to go eat. Yeah, last you week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. walked out of the back and you were like, hey, I just got the phone with Ty the Raider. Yeah. That's my guy. That's Ty. That's awesome. And so Jeff, of course, is the is the um, proprietor of the uh, of the world famous Domenico's Deli, or soon yes. to be world famous. Hopefully. Uh, Domenico's Deli here in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is uh, what do you call it? A, a sister location? Or yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, sister location. That's cool. Yeah, franchise, you know. Yeah, franchise or to the, the original Dominicos in, in Alameda. We, we, we just call it uh, the, the southern location. Hey, oh, there okay. you go. There you go. And uh, tell us a little bit about Dominicos. Yeah, I mean Dominicos Deli. We got the location original in Alameda, California. Um, I think they got right, the show on actually. Uh, in the deli today hey. in Alameda. Hey, what's up? Um, but my grandparents started it. My parents took it over and they retired. And my mom, my brothers run that location. And then I opened uh, 
this Murfreesboro, Tennessee location about a year and a half ago, right before COVID started. So yes. it's, been a, it's been a journey. Uh, it's been awesome. And uh, I love carrying on the family legacy, man. Awesome. Man. Absolutely. Right on. Well, it's the best Italian. De- well, it's, uh, look, we, there's not like a, a ton of rash of Italian delis here in the <laughs> South. But for the ones that we have uh, access to, yours is by far the best. Well, yes. I appreciate it's the best it, sandwiches or sandwiches, as we call yeah. them. Right. And, and, and Domenico's fuels us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Every Wednesday, Every man. Wednesday before we go live. And it's yes. the best. Jeff, what did you get today? I got the dip. I, I've been, I, I'm stuck on the dip right now. You I, are. You've been. You've been. You've been like the last the four dip. or five times, man. I dig the dip, but it's hard to mess up a good thing, you know. I know, Sim- man. Simple yet effective. I know. You know? <laughs> yeah, you can't beat it with the little ajou dipping sauce. That's man. right. There you go. I'm right. all about that. Oh, hey. And so and so. Hey, and and while we're on the subject, Domenico, you got some new sandwiches that are out there. Tell yeah. us about some of the new stuff on the menu. Yeah, so we added a couple new things uh, on our one year anniversary. Um, wanted to do something a little southern, so we did a, a smoky sandwich. So that's got some uh, hickory smoked pulled pork, smoked ham, smoked sharp cheddar, and oh smoked bacon. Oh, God. That's a real popular and one. And you got a great listen, too. Like, in, here in the South, like, pulled pork is, like, yeah. the thing. Yeah. And also, there's a legacy of that in your family. So it's not there like is. you're just, like, you know, buying this stuff from the... No. Like, this is coming from a very legit source, isn't yeah. it? It is, yeah. So my, uh, my wife's, my in-laws, my wife's parents, they own Rick's Barbecue here in Murfreesboro. So, also good. Yeah, really Amazing. good. So I, I get the pork, you know, from them. So it's great quality pork, smoked like 16 hours, something mm-hmm. crazy like that. Uh, so I get that from them, and uh, then we add the, the ham, the smoked cheddar, and the smoked bacon. So it's really good. And then we got a couple other ones. We got the Parma, which is a prosciutto di Parma with provolone cheese, sun-dried tomatoes, balsamic vinegar, uh, anything else you want to throw on there. And then we got the polo pesto as well, which is uh, our baked, oven-baked chicken breast. On a toasted roll, provolone cheese, sun-dried tomatoes, same thing, balsamic vinegar, pesto. Um, and then we got the pizza sub, which I know you guys love a lot. That thing's a ball. Yeah, Italian yeah, sauces, pepperoni, dry <laughs> salami, yeah. provolone cheese, peppers, olives, all that stuff. So it's good stuff. That's oh, so good, man. The we sauce, need to start a new what? show on, on, on this network. Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> sandwich fan radio. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll definitely have to get Mosh in there on that. Oh, absolutely. he might be the host. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would because he'd just be chewing the whole time. Well, there he'd you be go. getting high on his own supply oh, over my there. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, oh, my gosh. Anyway, thank you again for being here, Jeff. I appreciate man. you yeah. having me. I love it. Pleasure to have you, and, uh, and, and so happy to hear that we're on the, in, the, in the deli today. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, All right, so uh, let's jump in. Hey, we got another big donation there, Swaggo. Yeah, yeah, we got Capo with the 1911 donation, uh, and also Daniel Mangus with a 1999 donation. Gosh, so kind. Yeah, man. man. Thank awesome. you, guys. Guys, so much. So absolutely, thank you. And so, one hundred percent of your money when you when you donate to us here at Raiders Fan Radio, whether that be through the super chats or any of the direct donations, all that money, any of the advertising dollars that we get, anything that generates revenue for us here at Raiders Fan Radio goes to uh, the One Nation Foundation. That is the foundation that we started with our good buddy Raider Cody, and uh, we've given to um, Allison King and her cancer battle. We've given to the Stabler Exo Foundation. We've given to the Bolitnikoff Foundation was our last fundraiser. Based on the donations that we got from the last couple shows, Jeff, our goal was to get to a grand. We got it over that. We were at $1,200 that we're going to give to the Bolitnikoff. So we're so thankful to you, Raider Nation, for that. And now here we are on our way uh, with the Greater Youth Sports Association. Love those guys. During this giving giving season. So we're excited. Um, 
to share uh, with them uh, any, uh, any of your donations. And we are so grateful to you, Raider Nation, for your generosity and your kindness. And, uh, man, it is, not, uh, um, it is not taken lightly from us. We, we, uh, we, we have so much gratitude for you for all those. And there it is, as I mentioned. And there's another one from Tide Raider for another couple bucks. Says he's going to Dominico's on Monday. What should I get? There you Aww. go. We got the lamb last time, so. He's running, he's running through the menu, man. He's been there yeah. quite a few times now. Absolutely. Well, but he always comes on with a cannoli. Like always. Oh, the always. cannolis, that's just automatic. That's automatic. Yeah. You got to have the cannoli. That's right. And so, uh, so yeah, appreciate Titerator and appreciate all of you again, uh, once again, in the chat. All right, let's jump into some show. Swago, hit some contact information, and then uh, we'll get to some respect. If I, can hit, if I can find the button. Where's the button, nerd? Hit the oh damn my button, gosh. Nerd. There it is. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard <laughs> as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh, he twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us. On the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube, where you can get all the show links, like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. <laughs> hey, so so Murph. Hey, QB Jeff. Yes, yeah. It is episode number two hundred three yes. of Raiders Fan Radio, and you know what that means? Uh, you got a you got a number to share with us. I got a number to talk to you about. Hey, you got a guy. Yeah, you got a yeah, number. yeah, yeah. So every yeah. week, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and relates it back to the episode number. Thank you, four ninety nine Matthew Mangus. Oh my gosh, uh, so kind. Yeah. So episode two hundred three, and we're not, we're not we don't have to go far. We don't have to go far okay. back in the past. How okay. far? How far? We're going to go to November 15th, 2020. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, I know, right? I know. Okay. We're going to start doing that every time. I love it. I love that. It's so good. November 15th, 2020. Okay. Week, week 10. Okay. It's a week we all loved. Raiders Broncos. Yeah. Raiders Broncos. Absolutely. The biggest beatdown the Raiders have put on a team since week two of 2017. The Raiders won 37 to 12. Beautiful. Awesome. It was a game on the ground. We didn't have to throw the ball. Oh, we didn't have to throw it. I know where you're going. It was a pair of scores from Josh Jacobs and a pair of scores from Devontae Booker. Plus, DC ran the ball a little bit. They ran for 203 yards. Nice job, Swag yeah. Jeff. I love it. Especially when you beat those donkeys. I, I know, know, right? It's always a good day. Absolutely. What year was it that we beat the snot out of like 59 to something? What? Remember, that's when oh, Michael gosh. Bush went nuts yeah. and like scored three, four touchdowns that day. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it was like 2010 or something like that. Chat room will know. What They're was it? What was the stuff. score of that game, chat room? And what was the, what was the, 
what year was that? 2010, 2011. So we'd be like 59 to like 18 or something like that. Free cannoli forever comes up with that step first. Oh, Oh, hang, hey. on a hang on a minute. I'm going to look it go. up. There you go. All right, man. Good stuff there, Swag Jeff. All right, so let's get some respect. Every, everyone in the chat saying that uh, that our stream is kind of goofy. Oh, no. What's the matter? Yeah, I don't know. It says it's uh, stream issues. Oh, no. It's skipping. Oh, no. Well, we might have to hit the reset button then. We've done it before. Okay. I hate to do that, but if, if, it's, if, if it's real funky, we might have to. I hate that, but... Well, let me let me ask the chat. We'll turn to the chat. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's if it's funky, it's funky. I mean, that would that would. It's better to just bite the bullet and restart the dang thing. Uh, if it's if it's wonky, uh, we've learned that over the years that if it's if it's funky, to just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So if because you know what I mean, it just takes a second. It just takes a few minutes off the air. It's going all right here on the. Yeah. Everyone says just hold it. We're good. Okay. All right. If it ends up getting really, really uh, I'm bad. spinning over here on mine every now and then, too. You are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I okay. saw that a second ago. You did? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's... Okay, yeah. They're Chris Rubio. better. Okay, Chris Rubio, if it's if it's something gets funky, you holler at us. And, we'll, oh, there's Magnolia says that it's skipping. Well, let's just go ahead and redo it. Let's go ahead and redo it. We'll pull the plug on this. Yeah, Super Him says we're lagging. We're going to pull the plug. Raider Nation, reconnect with us. Give us. It takes about five minutes or so. So we're going to restart everything, and that that should take care of it. And uh, and we will see you back on here in uh, in just a minute. Everyone loved the Sunny Beats. The, the Sunny Beats are pretty good, man. Sunny Beats are sick, bro. Sunny, Sunny knows what he's doing, man. He's not a Grammy, uh, not award-winning, but a Grammy-celebrated uh, artist. Yes, Sunny is. absolutely yeah, he is. Absolutely, and got invited because of his uh, his music program to attend yes. the Grammys with, nice. his, with his class. Yeah. So, uh, okay, good stuff there. So uh, let us know there, chat room, if we're okay uh, going forward. I, I think we are. So, all right, let's, um, let's hit some respect. So here at the top of the show... What's wrong? Are we good? Yeah, go ahead. We're talking okay. to ourselves. It's a Jeff conversation. <laughs> Step out. It's a Jeff, Jeff meeting, bro. Jeff guys- <laughs> it's a Jeff meeting, dude. Ain't, nothing, ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> I love that. Look at, wait, look, look, look at these guys. Look at these guys having a Jeff meeting. What? Look at having a Jeff meeting. It's Jeff's only party. Yeah, Jeff's only. Okay. Fine, then. We'll have a Murph's only party later. See, I can go back and forth. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's right. the best of both worlds Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So, anyway, so here here we are at the top of the show. That's uh, now, hopefully, the uh, the working top of the show. We like to do do respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But, uh, you know, we're tiny. We like to give a little bit of respect. Hey. Hey. (laughs) 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 So, uh, first off, I want to give respect to a good buddy of ours, uh, Mario Tovar from the Raider Ramble. Okay. Um, Mario's been on the show numerous times. And um, I want to give him respect because I want to appreciate... 
the written content creators, Jeff. There is a lot of content creators that are verbal, like what we are, or audio, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there are the bloggers, right? And Mario yes. has a great blog with the Raider Ramble. And they just started this new series called the Raiders Vault. And the latest story you can check out by going to Raider Ramble is um, uh, the day the Raiders beat Willy Wonka. And there's a really cool story okay. that is very Raider-related, very Raider-adjacent, that is very pop culture-y that I had no idea existed. And so I'm not going to tell you about it. Spoiler alert. You go read it for yourself. It's fantastic. It takes like two minutes to read the thing. Nice. But it's a really cool snippet there on the Raider Vault. It's a very historic kind of perspective when it comes to the team, fun stories during the Raider Vault. So great job there uh, from our buddy Mario Tovar, and keep up the good work, man. Uh, love to see it. All right. Um, then I want to give also respect. I got some anonymous respect. Oh, okay. Anonymous respect because he asked to remain that way. This okay. This person asked to remain anonymous. I got a call from one of our listeners that offered to help get me and or us out to Vegas for the uh, Raider game. Not the opening game against the, the, the Ravens, but the second home game against the Dolphins. No kidding. Hooked me up with tickets, and I'm going to no the freaking kidding. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. No I'm kidding. Stoked. That's so cool. I'm so, 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 so grateful to this person. Uh, they know who they are. Yeah, and that, here's to you. Absolutely. Here's Thank to you. Man. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so very, very much. Well, that's, I, I that's had funny some, you bring up the, the yeah, Finns Raiders please. game. So a good buddy of mine, Matt Sprouse, is a huge Finns fan from, from Fort Lauderdale. Down there, so we always go back and forth. We're like, dude, let's catch the Raiders Fins game in Vegas next year. So, if we can all work it out, might be. Oh there my with gosh. Gonna go? We don't know yet. We got to work. He's got. He just had a kid not too long ago. We got our third. So we're trying to work out the details. But What's me, with all you guys and all these babies. I don't know, man. What, you know, between the two of you and Sonny, like, you guess, are like man. having all the kids. Well, I just finally figured out how it works. So now I don't. Ha- I'm not going to have any more. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You figured Speaking out. Speaking of Willy Wonka, your yeah. wife put a stop to it. Speaking yeah, of Willy exactly. Wonka, we got we got to shut down the chocolate factory. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So we, we we might see you there, but real, real quick, speak speak. Also, speaking of my wife, yeah, please. Um, she made some for you guys for the for for the fan Come cave. On. No kidding. Yeah, hundred percent. So my wife's very talented. I way outkicked my coverage on this one, guys. So, uh, but she's a, she's an engineer. Okay, she works for o- go figure Oakland High School here in Murfreesboro. Nice, love it, love and, it. Uh, runs the mechatronics program, all that stuff. So she has access to different machines and stuff. So. She wanted to make. It, I was actually supposed to come on originally on the 200th episode, and she yes. made this for that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. 203 is good too, you know. Absolutely. So, yeah. But this is for you guys, man. I don't know if you guys show it here. Oh, oh look at that! Oh my god! the applause, Swag. Oh my gosh, dude! Scarlett Murphy, man, she's incredible. Oh she made my this for gosh! You guys, Holy cow! Salute. She, she crushed it. episodes. She crushed. Wait, can I? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And pass this over. Oh my gosh. Oh, thank you, Scarlett. That is so incredibly That's kind. amazing. That uh, can I just say this? Scarlett did our logo better than we do our logo. <laughs> uh, that might need to be our new logo. Uh, I know, right? That is absolutely amazing. So what we're looking at for the audio listeners, it says RF, it's on this really cool, like reclaimed wood uh like background, and then it's got RFR live in what is it like a sheet aluminum, kind of like a polished or uh like a machined aluminum thing. It's uh, RFR live on top. And then it's got the Raiders shield with the state of Tennessee with the three stars in the middle. 
Uh, so freaking cool. That's so cool. That is incredible. Thank She's you. awesome at that stuff. Please, so. please uh, yeah. yes, I will. Yeah, that, I'll tell that her. Might Thank need you. to be she, the new logo. Her and the boys are listening, so you can tell well, her. Thank you, Scarlett. You yes, rock, yes, man. This you is, get, you this get is, another cheer. Absolutely. This is incredible. So awesome. Jeff, check this thing out, man. That's, that is so cool. Oh my god! That's oh, gonna, it's solid it's, too. Heck yeah, things heavy as crap. Oh my god! That's a cool thing. Like I love that. Like most of the stuff that you see here behind me, um, like I don't know, ninety five percent of it all came yeah. from from listeners and, and folks that are affiliated with our show, and this will proudly uh, go up back here. Thank you, thank you so much. That it's is, a Scarlett Murphy original. That, that absolutely, awesome. love it, man. We're all about the originals. Well, here. Absolutely, the more Murphys, the better. The absolutely. more Murphys, Sugar, get around Sugar Shane says we need to make patches. Oh, there she goes. There she's in. She says you're welcome. Oh. Scarlet. Awesome, man. Yes. Awesome, awesome. So cool. Oh, that's a great idea. We should make patches. That's great. That's what idea. we need to do. We need to Why do haven't patches? we done that? Why haven't we done patches? I don't know. You're the swag I'm guy. I'm the swag guy. What, what am I doing? What are you doing, what man? Am I, what, what am I doing? Oh, oh, my gosh, I'll boo myself on Do your that. job, Jeff. I know, right? <laughs> Look at Scarlet's over here working. Swag Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> swag Scarlet is over here working. I know, tail, right? Swaggy together. Scar. We call oh. her Scar. So. Do you really? Oh. Okay, Swag Scar. Swaggy Scar, she's putting together amazing gear for like for the cave here. What yeah. are you doing over there? Besides take Uncle Marsh's spot. <laughs> I'm shopping on NFL shopping fanatics, bro. That's all I'm doing, man. Put some work in, Swag. I Jeff. know, right? right I've been like, making a birthday list. My birthday's next week, and so I've been sending my wife all the Raider links. Oh, I mean, really? Oh, oh my gosh, go. yeah. All right, we better. Hey, 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 QB Jeff, next time you come over, you just tell Scarlett, come on over to Swag Jeff, you're out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, swa- sorry, so, Swaggy. Hey, There's a new Swaggy good. in town. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new Swaggy in town. I like I love it. Love it, man. That's I like awesome. it. Awesome. Oh, she says she's changing, changing her name, name on there now. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. That is so cool. Thank you, Scarlett. Very kind. And thank you, Jeff, man. That is, of course. That is awesome, man. We will probably hang that up here in the fan cave. Yes. All right. So, and again, uh, so much respect now to uh, to Scarlett for the for the uh, the amazing sign. Yes. And thank you then to, uh, to of course, Mario, as I mentioned, and then the anonymous uh, listener that contacted me about going out. So, yes, please stay in touch with me about the Dolphins game, man. Yeah, I will. And we will. And Raider Nation, any of you that are going to that game, that second game, I think it's September 26th. I want to say, uh, in Vegas, I'm going to go out a few days early, or a couple days early at least. Cousin Sonny's going to uh, join me out there. Nice. So, yes. so Cousin That'd Sonny. be epic, man. My brother would probably meet us out there, too. Oh we'd my have a God. blast. Dude, we'd have all the fun. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jeff. So swag, Jeff. It's yeah. okay. Yeah, that and the hot, hot craps table the day before. Oh, d- come on, now. Okay, okay now go. stop talking. Let's now go. stop talking. Oh, that's going to be amazing, Holy dude. cow. Heck yeah, dude. So, uh, that, yes, that would be a, so much fun. And uh, don't you know, Raider Nation, we'll definitely do something with, like, Stage Door. We'll, we'll talk to John, or we'll do something fun, uh, some kind of broadcast thing yeah, or something, a show, yeah. whatever. Um, you know, that'll, that'll be, that'd be great, man. So good stuff. That's, that's fun. So hit us up, Raider Nation. Let us know if you're going to be out there. Uh, on the 26th. All right, Swag Jeff, hit a break, and then we're going to do some draft stuff. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Yeah, we do. Well, here we got Swag Jeff, <laughs> Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio.
So the Mangus boys are in the chat. Yeah, shout that, out the chats. Yeah, right? yeah, we got uh, we got both of the Mangus boys. We got Aaron the Q Dog Raider, who is my birthday buddy. I forgot about that last year. We oh, had the that's same right. birthday. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and uh, Sugar Shane's in there. Uh, Raider Critique, uh, Lee B, uh, Michelle Sweat. We got the whole gang in there, and they're both yelling at me that I'm in Masha's chair. Oh, and well. they're donating money while yelling at me. <laughs> hey, Matthew Mangus gave a dollar ninety nine donation and just said, "Get the hell out of Mark's chair." <laughs> I love that. I love it. Hey, I'll sit in his chair every week. Absolutely. If that means donations to the One Nation That's Foundation. That's exactly right. We you will. Know? We will gladly take a beating for donations to the foundation. Absolutely. absolutely. All right. So we're gonna let's talk a little bit about the draft. So, so QB Jeff, we had talked to you in a hot minute. So give us your. Immediate reaction. We kind of covered what the adverse reaction was from a lot of Raider Nation when we announced the pick of, of Alex Leatherwood out of out of Alabama. What are your thoughts about Alex Alex Leatherwood? Alex Leatherwood, I think he's I think he was the best pick at the time that they they needed to take um, because you need Trent Brown. I think is done, so you got to fill that spot. Physical specimen, you know, played at Alabama. Great guy. So I think he's going to fill a huge need, and that's kind of two, three year down the road. You know, he'll be he'll be the linchpin. You got um, Colt Miller on the left side, and then he'll be that right side guy, whether he's a guard or a tackle. But I th- I I was okay with it. Um, you know, everybody else kind of wanted a few other guys, but you know, he was the only offensive draft pick, right? If I'm not mistaken. Oh, uh, we got another center later on. I think that's that, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, like the, s- the guy, like seventh round or yeah, something. Yeah, I right? think it's like the last. Yeah, Jim Morrison. Round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Lizard King. We drafted the Lizard King. In so the, obviously, yeah. me, you know, I'm an offensive guy. So everything well, was like defense, defense, defense. But, you know. Well, it was funny because we were talking about it going in, and you're like, I just know they're not going to draft enough wide receivers. No, they, they weren't. Were, like, <laughs> spoken like a true quarterback. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I'm a little biased in that aspect. Yeah, you are. But talk but, about, talk about the, okay, from a nowadays NFL, it's clearly past heavy right yeah. it's it's every yes the running game is important to the raiders and josh jacobs is uh, of course but the the way that the league is and even our west coast offense is there's so it's so pass heavy yeah tell us about the importance of not only a right tackle or excuse me a left tackle like cole miller but a, a, a right tackle and even and i'm going to a little bit get nerdy about it because you know more about the stuff than, than than we do yeah get into it about how the way shift around like pass rushers and like try to confuse oh, offenses you, i mean it's huge so if you're if you're in an nfl defense what you try and do is you try and find the weakest link and then you try and put him in bad situations right so if you're going into the draft you're like we need to shore up the o-line trent brown was essentially a bust so we're gonna get this guy who we think is the be- their favorite guy, obviously, because you wouldn't have took him in the first round if he wasn't your favorite guy, right, at the time. So they took him to, sh- to shore up that for a few few more years to give, and we'll talk about it later, but whoever the quarterback's going to be, <laughs> um, which I think it's Carr. But, yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I think I- I'm good with the pick, and I like it. Uh, but that, as far as NFL defense is front, the front guys, they try and put your worst guy either in a, a one-on-one situation with your their best guy or a two-on-one situation makes them got to choose. So I think they're just trying to sure up, sure up the O-line, make sure they were good there, and then the rest of it was just defense, 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 which in the grand scheme of things I think was a good play because that's where we need the most help. Absolutely. And I think it shows that they have a lot of belief in Ruggs and Edwards because they took yes. those guys last year. Yes. Yes. So I think, I think they think, you know, if I'm them and I'm just trying to put their hat on, they're saying – Ruggs was he was a little banged up last year. He was a rookie. He's gonna have a great second year, and I think they really like Byron Edwards. 
I think they really like him. I, yeah. I think so, too. And I, I like him. Honestly, I really like him, I too. love him. You know, everyone talks about, you know, oh, we miss Crab, man. We miss Crabtree, dude. This guy, this is a Crabtree guy, man. He is. He'll go up and get those 50-50 balls, which 100%. is what Derek Carr needed, which we talked about when we drafted the guy. And and he was banged up last year, too. Yeah. So, you know, so you get a, a healthy group of wide receivers, plus you add guys like John Brown, Willie Sneed, snuff, stuff like that. And, of course, yeah. you got third and Renfro. I mean, I, this team did not need to draft a wide receiver. No, they That's didn't. True. They did sign all the wide receivers. As much yeah. as I hate saying that, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless they go out and trade to go get Julio Jones, you know, well, yeah, exactly. that'll work, too. Yeah, that'll come, work, too. Come on. Don't do that to me. Like salivating over there. Okay. So who would wear the 11? Oh, it's Julio Jones. It's got to okay, so give it up. You so then Ruggs up. would wear what? I don't know. Hopefully one. If they, yeah. if, if hey, they, there you go. If they went to the what they were, you know, talking about, they passed that, didn't they? Where they can just use wear anything. Yeah, they can, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they can wear one through fourteen or whatever yeah. as a as a running back or a wide receiver. Brady was not happy about that. I don't know if you saw. No, that and Twitter. you know what? Okay, let's all that. let's all feel sorry for Tom Brady. Okay, I'm yeah. glad you brought that. I'm up. I'm not going to feel sorry for him, but from a quarterback standpoint, I completely understand what he's saying. Yeah, boo hoo. Okay, because the whole <laughs> like seriously, yeah. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, seriously, like, think about, okay, look. Uh, He'll be all right. Tried, try, I know it's hard. You literally played quarterback your whole life. But yeah. whatever, just take that out of the equation. Okay. <laughs> 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 so, like, the the way that the game is played now in the NFL, it is so geared for the offenses to have advantage. It is. Like, what's wrong with the defenses finally getting, like, one, like, one little thing yeah. that they can maybe lean on? And also, especially considering, do you remember all that stuff that the uh, the freaking Patriots used to do with, like, formations and, like, eligible receivers yes. and all that crap? And so, like, and now Tom's the guy that's going, like, well, it's going to be too hard for me to diagnose the defense. Man. Well, it's not him. It's for the linemen. Whatever, man. It's Come still, on, Murph. Not we need more offense. We no. need more touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You might as well just play it on an ice skating rink, man. You guys just like, <laughs> he's like, I just want my wide receivers to do 30 down the field on a nine route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking air it out. Yeah. Oh, man. Too funny there. All right. So, but, um, so, so speaking of, of Leatherwood, let's go ahead and check in. Here's one of the big reasons they drafted him, too. We, this has been a constant theme. Every year we've covered the draft, post draft, it's leadership. It's dedication to, to the to work. It's your, your, the work ethic, dedication to working out. Um, you know all the different things that come into play to make a great football player. Besides just athletic ability, right? Because in the NFL, everyone's talented. It's whatever else that these guys can bring to the table. And when you have a guy like Rodney Hudson and even Gabe Jackson to a certain extent, when you have them leave, um, you vacated some leadership, right? right? Absolutely, Ab- absolutely, yeah. and so. Of course, what do the Raiders look for in draft picks is leadership. And so let's check in with Alec, um, uh, Leatherwood on leadership. What drives you to want to be a leader? Or, or... And this is Lincoln Kennedy interviewing him, by the way. So it's oh, not like yeah. there's just some, you know, just slappy. Some schmuck up yeah, the street. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Or how do you feel you are a leader? To be honest, um, it's not by choice, but it's really just by, like, my nature and my personality. Uh, a lot of people are just drawn to me, you know what I mean? I'm not the type of dude for a lot of attention, but going into my senior year, I knew I had to embrace that position of being a leader. You know what I mean? Because I know the goals that I wanted me and my team to accomplish. I had to get everybody on the same page. So um, I did what I could do, you know what I mean? To get everybody on the same page and always hammer home the things that we needed to do to be national champions. What drives you to want to be? 
All right, there you go. So I, I pretty cool stuff there from Leatherwood. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah what I'm, you want to hear, right? Yes, I like the pick a lot. And and you know, and and like QB Jeff said, that was their guy. That was their guy. That's who they were gonna pick. And you know, and you know, people got really upset with the pick. You know, I mean, including it's not, it's not sexy as they say. It's yeah, not exactly. the sexy pick, but you know, but then we got this. We got the steal in the second round. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Man. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. You yeah. want me to talk about? Yeah, it? please. Okay, so so Trayvon and I think, Merrick is a freaking home run. He's a it's yeah. a home run, man. Him and Abram back there in the back, it's it's gonna be a problem. And leave for John opposing. Abram alone, by the way. You know what? Let's talk about that for a second. Okay, we're all let's over talk, the place. Let's side. talk about this that. Is what happens when you don't see you guys in what? a few weeks? <laughs> okay, what in the hell is everyone upset about Jonathan Abram? The everyone loved this guy all last off season. Still love during him. the season, Amen. I love the guy. And what uh, the, his PFF came out and it was a little low and said, oh, all of a sudden he can't cover. So now all of a sudden everyone hates him and says, oh, he's he's we didn't draft know. him as a cover guy. Thank no, he's OK. Please. Here you go. Yes. You know Amen. why we drafted him? Thank you. We drafted him because he's a Raider. Yeah. He's a Raidery guy and makes Raidery plays. You think a guy like Jack Tatum was drafted by the Raiders to, or brought into the Raiders to be a cover guy? No, no he came to kill people. <laughs> Exactly. And that's what Jonathan Abram came to do. Amen. Amen. So, so I don't know why. Leave him alone, man. I love the guy. Absolutely. He's maybe one of the most raidery guys on this team. Absolutely. Talk about that, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, when we drafted him, we knew he wasn't a cover guy. He's a, he, he, he's, he's a raider, man. He's a bet. He hits. Hits hard over the middle. He's a strong safety. He's not a free safety. Yeah. So I don't. I don't get. I don't, I'm with you. I don't get why everyone's bailing on Abram. Now he's got to figure out a way to keep himself on the field. That's that's what he. Well, has that's to true. Do. But so if people's gripes are, well, the guy's no good when he's sitting on the sideline or, you know, but that's fair. Yeah. You know, I, I understand well, that let's criticism not get on him for not being Ed Reed. It's like, exactly. Well, that's not what he that's is. That's not what he is. Right. Yeah. You know, he's, right. a, he's a hybrid, you know, he's a strong safety. He's going to lurk over the middle and he's going to come up and hit guys in the run game and anybody tight end slot guy coming over the middle they better be looking for Abram, exactly. man that, and that's what we want we, we were just missing the guy behind him so i think last year he got and, and that's what you know if i'm an offense right i'm gonna do motions and set up formations to put abram in coverage so they gotta i mean that's just another thing too is like he definitely has to get better in coverage yes so i mean nfl offenses are like all right how can we get our good one of our best guys on abram which is so, what you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. You're just trying it's, to take it's advantage of a chess of a match, man. It's a, that's what that's what the NFL is. It's a chess match. Yeah. So you, how I can get you, my best guy against your least best guy, you know, in coverage or in you know one on one situation. That's what it is. Absolutely. So, so how does Trayvon Merrick then complement Jonathan Abram in that sense? I think he does a great. I mean, I think he does a great job. I mean, he's a great cover guy. You know, I mean, I've only I watched the clips of him to be honest. Same. You know, I've, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, but I mean, but every that game, style, but, that because he's yeah. a different, it's a different player. Yeah, than what Abram is, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Great cover guy. He's got a great, you know, mental, uh, you know, aspect as far as recognizing what offenses are trying to do. At least that's what I've I've gathered from him just watching him. So, which and it's quickness, right? And exactly. it's being able to react quickly, exactly. not thinking about it's just too having much. an instinct. Like, you know, that's why a lot of ex quarterbacks make good safeties is because they understand what the offenses oh, are trying to trying to do yeah you know so that's that's you know i think i think he's going to be a great fit good deal good deal yeah I, I do too man i'm excited about the about the merrick pick 
Uh, I thought that was great. I loved uh, Kuntz coming in the third round. Yes. I, I loved uh, the I, when, when he got called by John Gruden, and Gruden said, um, you know, we once drafted a great player out of the University of Buffalo, and he said, yeah, and you got a good one here, too. Oh, like, yeah. Didn't, like even that. like, it, we like, didn't even acknowledge, be like, be like, oh, yeah, he was great or whatever. Nope, just kept it on himself. Like I nice. love that. I, it was great. Uh, so looking forward to that. And, and and to round out the rest of them, you guys know who it is. We don't need to run through it for you. But yeah. clearly, uh, the, the emphasis was on defense. Clearly, the emphasis was on the back end of the defense. Yeah. Um, who knows where we're going to see guys like Gillespie. Uh, I mean, drafted as a safety, but could end up covering the slot. Like basically, yeah. we got fast. Yeah. We got we we got powerful. Yep. in yeah. the back end, and that's what you got to do to beat the Chiefs. Right. Yep. Like, what right. are we trying to do here? We're trying to beat the Chiefs, exactly. right? 100%. Exactly. Well, and, you know, and it's funny how we have a similar situation this year as what we did last year because, you know, uh, Abram got hurt week one. So, essentially, he was just another draft pick that we got this year, yeah. you know, because yeah. he had another full year to rest. Well, it's going to be similar. I'm interested to see what uh, Tanner Muse does. I'm interested to see yes. it because he was also a guy that was injured all year long. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we didn't get to see him. You know, they moved him down to linebacker from safety. So I'm assuming that that's where he'll stay since we drafted all the safeties uh, in the draft. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Which is interesting because I was, you know, a lot of uh, Raider fans were looking for, um, I'm going to call him Joker because I can't pronounce his whole name, but the uh, linebacker out of uh, Notre Dame. And he was kind of like, granted, drafted in a different position and and clearly highly uh, heralded versus a player like Tanner Muse. Mm -hmm. But same kind of concept, right? That in-between, that tweener safety linebacker guy. Like, so why would you draft for the same position that you just drafted for a year earlier, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think it shows a lot of uh, faith in their prior draft classes, how they drafted this year. Because they drafted guys that they didn't draft in, in previous. You know, guys that got hurt, guys that maybe didn't have a great rookie season, but... I mean, they're banking on that development, so you know we'll see if it works out or not. But absolutely, yeah, yep. and, and I and I think we're going to see a big jump. I think we're going to Edwards going to make a jump, Ruggs is going to make a jump. Yeah, we're going to see an immediate impact this year yeah. from 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 Leatherwood and Merrick. I, yeah, I'm excited. And I, last year's draft, the corners. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm excited to see what uh, there you go. What uh, uh, Arnett Arnett's going to do? Absolutely, yeah. you know, Great he's got to have another. He's I like have Trayvon Mullen too. I know he. This is what his third year, but yeah, yeah man, he's a stud. Man, he had a good season last year. He I sure thought. did. You know? Absolutely. And, and we talked about all off season. Uh, they needed. A, they need a veteran presence on, in that cornerback room. They need a guy, and so they went and got Hayward. You know, got Casey that's Hayward. a freaking yeah. slam dunk, man. And I like Richard it. Sherman is still out there. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll he'll wait till you know two weeks yeah. before the season starts, and and then he'll join the Raiders. Yeah. It's fine, <laughs> it's go. fine. Don't worry about it. So let's go to Mike Mayock. Let's listen to him kind of cover uh, how he felt uh, that this uh, draft class shook out and kind of what they did strategically. And uh, he joined our buddy, our good friend, good good friend, yeah, uh, Rich Eisen. Walk me. Th- what is that like when you're on the clock and the Raiders and you and Gruden are in the draft room together, Mike? Well, I, most of the work ought to be done before the draft starts. And you ought to have a plan, and, and obviously the plan changes at different times. And, and for us, what was kind of cool, you know, we knew we were going to go get Leatherwood in the first. And whether or not we traded down was going to be up in the air. I was hoping to trade down, and, and it didn't work out. However, the next day, you know, we've got to, we, again, you, you go home that night, and we're sitting at 48. You know, and we're thinking about there's three pretty good safeties out there. And, and the number one on our list was uh, Trayvon um, Merrick. And 
I thought he was going to be one of the first two or three picks on the second day because we thought he was going to be gone on the first day. And he starts sliding a little bit, mm-hmm. and John and I are kind of looking at the board and going, okay, Dallas is at 44. He probably won't get past Dallas. Um, so we, I picked the phone up and started calling and had had a conversation with San Francisco earlier that day who was at 43, you know, before the draft started. And uh, we talked a little bit about a flip right there. They wanted to potentially move down. We might want to come up. So that was kind of discussed in advance. I got Adam Peters on the phone, um, who's an outstanding scout, and, and, and John Lynch's assistant. Uh, and Adam and I kind of worked it back and forth, and sure enough, Merrick made it to 43, and, and John and I couldn't have been happier. So we traded up in two, and we traded back up in four because another safety who we had a big grade on slid down to the bottom of four, and that's uh, Tyree Gillespie from Mizzou. So the, I think the fun part, Rich, was you kind of know what you want to do and what, how you're trying to attack it, but when things come up that you don't expect, how do you react? All right, there you go. So I love it, kind of how fluid the Raiders were in this draft, kind of moving yeah. around. Uh, you know, not and it's not unprecedented. We've seen Mayock do this outside, really the first round. We've seen him kind of move around and and get their guys. But you know, is any of the criticism that was that was uh, lobbied at the Raiders after day one clearly evaporated after day two, which is a reason that you know, and and I'm guilty of overreacting too because I'm a Raider fan and I'm emotional <laughs> and we all do. But like you know, we need to we need to slow our rolls sometimes. We need to just let these things yeah. play out. And yeah. if anybody told us. Going into the draft, we would end up with Alex Leatherwood and Trayvon Merrig. We'd have been fine. Absolutely. Doesn't matter when, when, what round they come in, at the time it all shakes out, right? Yep. And so, uh, anyway, so good stuff there from, uh, from Mayock. And uh, so just one last thing before we uh, move on. Um, actually, I got, I got two things for you. First off, let's check in. It's, it's one thing for us to have an opinion. Yeah. But it's another thing for, like, the made men of the Raiders to have an opinion. And in this case, I'm talking about Rich Gannon. Nice. Uh, NFL MVP in 2002. Kind of breaking down what he sees in the Raiders 2021 draft class. You know, there's a lot of criticism about the first overall pick and for the Raiders. And look, I think he's going to be a great player. He comes from a great program. I just think this, this is a good draft class. as a chance. I mean, really, when you look at the needs that the Raiders had, continue to, to improve the offensive line. They moved on from a number of core players there. And I think defensively, you have to have guys that can rush the pass. You have to have guys that can cover on the back end. And I think you know, that's been a, a real weak spot for the Raiders for the last couple of years. You can't keep giving up 30 points each week and expect to win in this, this, you know, this league. And look, when you look around the division at the team speed of the Chiefs and a guy like Patrick Mahomes, you better have guys that can be disruptive in terms of rushing the passer and guys that can cover. And I think that was a big focus, not only in the draft, but also in free agency. And I think I think the future is bright if they can continue to improve defensively. There you go, man. Got to, got to improve defensively, and I love uh, I love Gannon's take there. And, of course, you know, he's a company man, so he's going to be on yeah, brand. You know what I mean? But still, it's nice to hear it from a guy like that that's, that's a Raider legend, mm-hmm. kind of endorse what the Raiders have been doing. Alright, so so there's a very rational, although it may be a little subjective because he is a made man when it comes to the Raiders, but there's a very rational take on what the Raiders did yeah. uh, in the draft. We've also heard a lot of what I feel is irrational takes on what the Raiders uh, have done in the draft. QB Jeff, what do you think about the instant reaction, the draft grades, this kind of like response that you hear from media out of the gate post-draft? I think, any, I think all the draft grades are just absolutely ridiculous. Honestly, I mean, you if you if you were to actually take stock into who's given these grades, 
and how often they panned out, I bet you they would have a terrible success rate of like who they thought was going to be good and who ended up being good and the ones they missed on. I bet you they missed on a whole lot more of guys that ended up being you know, studs at the end of their career. So it's, it's way too early to tell. Like That's all just kind of window dressing for people that watch TV or listen to this or listen to that. Like You take the guy who you think is best. If he works out, great. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But I'm telling you, in my opinion, you take guys who you think have a great core, and then it's your job to develop them into great great you know superstars NFL players yeah you know that's to me that's what it's about you know every once in a while you're going to get a slam dunk you know uh Saquon Barkley the guy's just gifted but right, right, how right. many of those guys are coming in their rookie year just doing that very right. few there's right. not a lot of Andrew Lux or no, whatever you, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah. so yep. like like you if you took those guys how many of those guys were and how many guys that were not supposed to be anything and ended up be great guys you'd have more guys that on draft day weren't supposed to be anything that became the greatest at their position. It's all about development, putting those guys in situations to be successful. Amen. Yeah. Swag, how often do we get correspondence from folks, people sending us things like in terms of like media personalities, be like, this person said this about the Raiders, and that's why, you know what I mean? Like right. very highly critical. Like how often do we see that? People yeah, send I mean, us stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we see that stuff on Twitter and, and stuff. I mean, every I mean, every day almost. Every day, right? You know, it, it's crazy. And you know, and and I'm with QB Jeff on that. I don't I don't pay any attention to those draft grades and stuff like that. I mean, look, Mike Mayock and John Gruden are drafting players from championship football teams. They're Amen. drafting guys. Amen. They're drafting guys from Clemson, from Alabama. I mean, what more do you want? These are championship athletes. I mean, Alex Leatherwood won the award this past year for best lineman in college football or something like that. What's there to bitch about? <laughs> I mean, I mean, right. really. I mean, right. thank you, know, you Swack. Thank you. Uh, you know what I mean? It's 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 crazy to me. I mean, and and like you said earlier, if you flip flop those two picks, no one says a word. No one says a word. No one says a word. So we got both of our guys. So what what's what, the problem? What do you want? I remember when we drafted Hunter Renfro and people were critical of Hunter Renfro, and I'm like, Are okay, you kidding look, me? I'm like, wait a minute. But every time I watch a Clemson game, usually when they're in a, some form of a championship game. He's in the end zone catching touchdown passes. Absolutely. Like, why is that a problem Absolutely. that we drafted Hunter Renfro? Clearly, it's not at this point. Um, but, yeah, Raider Nation, listen, I would just say this, I'll, and I say this frequently. When it comes to the media, and in this case, sports media, yes. above all else, guard your heart. Because there's a lot of garbage out there. And, and there's a lot of folks that make money just spewing their opinions, just like us here on, on our show, but we choose to give our, 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 our revenue away because we know we're just three fans sitting in my bonus room doing a podcast about this football team. So I, what I would tell you is that anybody, if, just because they're on ESPN or wherever else, Fox Sports, whatever, doesn't mean that their opinion is that much more valid <laughs> right. than yours. They don't know. They don't freaking know. And so, look, if I've had one person send me clips of Colin Coward talking about the Raiders. Who? Exactly. And, and, who, and who? I, what are you, an owl? And, and, <laughs> and I've had, seriously, like, probably folks have sent me, like, over 20 clips of Colin Coward spewing off some rhetoric about the Raiders in one form or fashion and being like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? And what a... 
Yes, I can believe it because that's what he gets paid to do. And no, I don't take stock in it. Yeah. You have to remember that it's just like talking to somebody in a bar or at the deli yeah. or where. Yeah. It's just a guy with it an opinion. It just doesn't matter. It just it's doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. Just because he's on Fox Sports doesn't mean he knows crap. Right. You know what I mean? And so yes. I'm going to give you Raider Nation. I'm going to play. This has nothing to do with the Raiders, but I'm going to play you evidence of what exactly I'm talking about. Don't take stock in what somebody says in the media about a draft pick because this is the more likely scenario, just like what QB Jeff lined out. And finally, Sam Darnold, who I like a lot. I think his high end is Brett Favre, a playmaker, a legend, the potential to be the most talked about quarterback over time in the league once Big Ben and Brady retire, a popular kid who always says the right things, a risk taker, though, that will throw interceptions. The low end is Andrew Luck. The high end for Donald <laughs> is Brett Favre. The low end is Andrew Luck. Oh, John yeah? Goulet has the a problem low, with the that. The low end is a Pro Bowl quarterback who threw 40 touchdowns in a season. Yes. I am just Sam telling Dark. everybody by looking at my high end, low end game, I'm pretending I'm a scout. I believe Darnold is the only quarterback in this class, and it's not close who has a chance to be a legend and has almost no bus potential. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Okay, I got something to say okay. to that. <laughs> what? Hey, okay. Hey, okay, go. Who else is in that draft, Jeff? So we got so this is the 2018 draft, okay? The the, the QB room was a little thin that year. Just a little. Okay. We had Baker Mayfield drafted number one overall. All right. And then in this order, we had Darnold go to the Jets. We had Josh Allen go to the Bills. We had Josh Rosen go to the Cardinals. And we had Lamar Jackson go 32 overall to the Ravens. Now, I, I can only see one player on this list that Sam Darnold might be better than, and that's Josh Rosen. But only because we really haven't seen Josh Rosen play because the next year they were the worst team in the league and they drafted Kyler Murray. Yeah. There you go. But, what? But me, wait, uh, but Colin Coward said that he was yeah, going to be great. He hosts a show called The Herd. What the hell? He knows everything, right? Okay, he has some sort of insight. He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing. That guy's a clown. Let me say this. Please. Josh Allen is the perfect example about drafting a guy that has physical talent and then developing him into... An NFL star, point blank, because nobody in that draft would have said Josh Allen last year. I mean, he had MVP numbers. Absolutely, he Absolutely. did. Absolutely. And what was that? That was development. It's all about development with these guys. You're going to hit a home run every once in a while. Yes. Guy's just a lock, right? But everybody else is how you develop that guy. Yes. And Josh Allen's the perfect example. There yeah. you go. Absolutely. So it just doesn't matter what it people just doesn't on the matter, radio. Man. It doesn't matter what don't, we say. Don't buy into any of that. No, we're just you know what we should do? people with opinions. You know what but. we should do? We should wait for week one and see what happens. Amen. Thank you You know what much. I mean? Amen. Let's just see how he plays, because it doesn't matter where he was drafted, when he was drafted, any of that. What are you going to do for us tomorrow? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Let's what are see you how do? Alex Leatherwood plays when he plays. Amen. Amen. All Amen. right. Hey, Jeff, let's go clubbing. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio.
What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. Kind of got a good look, really. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, thanks, Jeff. Thanks for hitting that one too. All right, the mood was set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not time for Rico's call yet. Oh, right, so Almost felt like I was in South Beach right there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right, so listen, Raider Nation, we went clubbing. And, yeah, and you know what? And this is not the only time we're gonna go it's clubbing. Murph's no. fan club. It's my <laughs> <laughs> and this won't be the only time we go clubbing as Raider fans because guess what? Oh. There's a new club in the end zone of Allegiant Stadium. Of course there is. Clubbing has become a Las Vegas staple over the years, so it's only fitting that people attending events at Allegiant Stadium will be able to get in on the fun (laughs) while also taking action. The 11,000-square-foot Winfield Club is set to bring the party to the north end zone of the $2 billion stadium. Wind Resorts announced Monday. Additionally, Wind Resorts is dubbed the official nightlife and gaming partner of the Raiders in Allegiant Stadium. The Raiders now have an official nightlife partner, gentlemen. I love it. Uh, let's see. Um, everything uh, in this high-end nightclub uh, you would expect. Um, the space includes premium bottle service, two DJ booths that will feature acts from Wind's DJ roster, 42 televisions, a 9-foot by 35-foot LED screen, and a 45,000-watt sound system. The Wind specializes in creating one-of-a-kind quality guest experiences, they said, and the Winfield Club is no exception. The club will be open for all stadium events, and reservations will be required to enter the space. Wind Resorts also is a founding sponsor of the stadium and will have access to special events, behind-the-scenes experiences, and branding opportunities. Allegiant Stadium welcomes the addition of the Winfield Club, where guests will be able to enjoy a distinctive stadium experience that is one-of-a-kind sports and entertainment capital of the world, said Raiders President Mark Bedane in a statement. Gentlemen, I present to you this. Swag Jeff, you've yes. been to the Oakland Coliseum. Yes. You've experienced the grit of and the and the and just the raw energy of the Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. The furthest at the opposite point of that on the other side of the planet of the earth, or maybe even the universe is an 11,000 square foot nightclub in the end zone. What do you think? Sign me up. (laughs) Sign me up. You like it? (laughs) (laughs) So you like it? Uh, yeah, I love it. You love it. I love it. I love it. I, th- it's, Tell it's me gonna, why. Why do you love it? And I don't. And I don't disagree with you. So, so is this going to be after games or something? No, it's like during the game. This is like mid game. It's like okay. Mid, yeah. Deal. I love it. 
okay. I love it. It's the most Vegasy thing ever. Well, that is very you true. You know what I mean? That is very true. I love it. Okay. I'm all in. QB Jeff, what do you say? Now, you grew up there. Like, you grew up literally around the corner from the <laughs> Oakland Coliseum. I, I'm, I'm, I'm split on this. Okay. It's very Vegas. It's, it's a big draw for, for kind of the younger, I guess. I just think people who want to watch the game that are diehard Raider fans are not going to that area. So that's like an area that like people want to go, oh, we're going to go to the club that's in the Raider game. Like we don't really, we're, they're not the fans that, you know, that dress up every, every right, Sunday. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to see Gorilla Roll is not going to be hanging out. No, hell no. hundred percent. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I just, I just don't think, I think it's a, it's a way it's an, it's just another attraction to get people to, to get in there. You know what I mean? Right. So is it, is it my cup of tea? I like a club as much as the next person, but if I'm going to a Raider game, I'm going for the Raider game. Well, not yeah, you're exactly right. You know well, what I mean? So I'm, I don't think that like I wouldn't want that to be my first experience in Allegiant no. Stadium. No, I think that if I'm a if, if as a, as three guys that are out of market now, um, if I'm traveling to Las Vegas, uh, if I've seen a couple games already that season or whatever, like, and someone were to offer a you know what I mean access to the club or whatever. I would, oh, I would go. be interested in checking it out. 100%. You know what I would do? To be my default experience? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. But yeah. I love the point that you make, Jeff, about like, that is not for us. Yeah. Like, we're, right. us diehard Raider fans, like, that's not our place. Because when I see, like, wow, a nine by 35 foot widescreen or LED screen, like, that sounds amazing. But if the game is like right, right there, there, why the hell am I watching <laughs> right, it on the screen? Right. Exactly. But so yeah, so I'm I don't think that place is built for us. But you're right; it's for the people that are we'll just call them Raider adjacent. Where they're yeah, they, sure they they, they want to be part of something. Yeah, they exactly. live in Vegas really like, and they don't care. Which I'm not a, I'm not opposed to that. You know, I no, just, and I, see, and I think there's a place for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think it's you know it's it's a it's another draw to get more people to buy tickets to get in there, and then hey if they. Their first experiences. I I went to a, a club. I was at the Raider North End Zone, and now I'm a Raider fan. Okay, but deal. Yeah, uh huh. You know, uh-huh. know when I'm going, I'm going after the game when we beat Kansas City in Allegiant Stadium. Oh, you know God, what I mean? God, that's God. that's where you're. That's when you're going to see Gorilla Rilla in that club is after the games. Yeah. You know, tipping one back with Raider Nation as we're all our voices are gone and we're all dancing and we're drinking almost as much as Stacy rough Raider does in <laughs> Vegas. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, we could throw it down at the stage door casino, let alone you put us in an 11,000 square foot. You're club, not kidding. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff there, man. So yeah, interesting, man. It's going to be, look, it. we knew this going in that this was not going to be the experience we were accustomed to yeah. as Raider fans. We knew it was going to be different. And so, I would say to anybody, because there's been a lot of criticism that's been, go figure, like the Raiders got criticized, but there's been some criticism lobbied at the Raiders, but it's like, look, just embrace the idea that, look, it's it's a new time. It's a different time. They're in a different stadium. They're in yeah. a different place, and it, it, it doesn't mean it has to be bad. No. Just because it's different, it's not what, we're, what we grew up with, and I get all that, but it's it just different doesn't equal automatically a bad thing. Yeah. Let's let it play out. Let's see what kind of, you know, I would, I would let me say this. I would rather see something like this than them try to replicate or manufacture a new version of the black hole or yeah. like try to do something like if 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 Vegas or Allegiant Stadium tries to replicate again that grit that hardcore nature of the Oakland Coliseum not going to happen it's going to be lame yeah. so like just right. be Vegas then don't right. try to be Oakland 
you just be Vegas and we'll yeah. find our own way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's good. Yeah. So so Kevin the Raider nerd. And uh, shout out the chat. Yeah, Jeff. we got everyone in there. Sugar Shane, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Full Metal Mexican. What's up, buddy? Uh Kill Jadis, uh Kevin the Raider Nerd, Michelle Sweat. Uh, King Savage is in there. Uh, we got the whole crew, and Kevin the Raider nerd joined us when we started when we started playing the music. Oh no! And so he comments in the chat and says, uh, "What did I just walk into?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, Murph's fan club or whatever. Well, yeah, is that absolutely. What it's Murphy it? Murph and what, what do they call it? Murphy Murph and the Donut the, Bunch. The Donut Bunch, but not when QB Jeff is here. Look uh -uh. at him; he's in great shape. He's uh, yeah, not a, he's yeah, not a, yeah, he is. He's not a. He doesn't partake in the donuts over there. Yeah. Every, every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. Next up, we got the uh, let's hit a break, Jeff. Let's let's uh, let's, let's reset from the freaking the clubbing, <laughs> and uh, let's look at what what happened with the schedule. Hey, what's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show, and it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. Hey. You're listening to Murph and Mosh. On the Raiders Fan Radio. Yes. <laughs> Hey, Raider Nation, I just want to say hello. This is Pastor Mondo of NationMinistry.net. You're listening to Raider Fan Radio with Uncle Marsh and my brother, Merp. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat tonight. Appreciate all the amazing uh, donations that we've yeah. gotten tonight. Uh, thank you to those of you that are on the Facebooks. I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Facebooks. Um, so the Facebook, also Twitch, if anybody's watching us there, all one or three of you that we apparently, we get people that watch us on Twitch. Nice. Yeah, we did this whole Twitch thing because my boys were like, Dad, you got to be on Twitch. You got to put your show on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put our show on Twitch and... Yeah, I think one of their buddies from school watches us because there's Perfect. like no one watches us on yeah. Twitch. They're like, who are these old dudes that are on Twitch? Like, I love you know it. what I mean? Yeah. Well, we need to play video games. That that's well, that's, that's how. The thing. And we talked about doing that. We talked about you know jumping on and playing Madden or something like that. And speaking of speaking yeah. of Madden, speaking of Madden, and speaking of the Madden League. Yeah. Uh, so so Trent Sieg. Sig. Trent Trent Sig. Yes. I'm so, so sorry. No. Hey, you're now you're double banned. Today's his birthday. Get out of here. Today Another is, May baby. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Trent. Birthday. Happy birthday, Trent. Absolutely. That's awesome, Much respect. Man. Much respect, man. Thanks for being born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trent's a good dude, man. Um, yeah, so we're in the Madden League. Cousin Sonny and I are in the Madden League with, with Trent. And, uh, and, and there are a handful of other NFL uh, players in there, uh, some former Raiders and whatnot. And, and it's been a, a, a lot of fun uh, being in that league with him and to appreciate him. And uh, Trent, is uh, he's going to hook us up with a uh, autographed uh, uh, Trent Sig jersey for the fans. No, game. he's uh, not. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, yes. join Marcel Reese and uh, uh, Will Compton over there. So hey, 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 yeah. Will, text me back. No, he's ghosting you, man. What happened to your boy? Well, you know, that's how our relationship started. Our friendship started with the ghosts, and the and, and and the ghosts continue. Okay, all right. Yeah, we got him a couple times. You know, we hooked him up with something. He hooked, he hooked us up with something. Yeah, and, he did. You know, and, and, and you got a guy. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a guy, but yeah, guy. Text me back, guy. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Wolf? All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Uh, so it's hard for me to do like nerdy, like serious stuff after after coming off of some of these segments, man. But I'm gonna try my my, my best with this because okay. So the schedule comes out right, and we're gonna talk a little bit about. Um, kind of what we think the Raiders are going to do within this schedule here in a little bit. But in the meantime, I want to throw some schedule notes at you all. So, of course, we knew who the Raiders' opponents were going to be for 2021, but now we know the order in which they will be in. Swag, will you, and while I'm doing this, will you bring up the Raiders' schedule, please? I don't have it handy. Oh, yeah, sure. Just to have that, that handy um, uh, so we can kind of run through a couple things on it. Anyway, so but here's some notes for you. So the Raiders are looking to win their third consecutive season opener for the first time. Since 2000 to 2002. Oh. Interesting there. So good the, years. Yes, right. Absolutely. Uh, last time John Gruden had glory days. Because uh, we don't count that time in, uh, there in uh, middle Florida. Um, oh. The Raiders will play a road contest on Monday Night Football against the Chargers for the first time since 96. Uh, and that game we won 23-14. Uh, for the first time since 2014, uh, the Raiders will open the season with four consecutive AFC opponents. Okay. Uh, interesting there. The Raiders will conclude their regular season with five consecutive AFC opponents for the fourth consecutive season. Okay. Okay, a lot of division heavy in there. For the first time since 2013 and only the eighth time in history, the Raiders will appear on Thanksgiving Day and play on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Who? Exactly. Marking their third consecutive Thanksgiving Day contest against the Cowboys, which was uh, the last two were in uh, 2009 and 2013. You asked me that earlier. Yes. How often the Raiders had played, and I think I said like five or something, but yeah. it's eight. Uh, and then, But yes, it's typically the Cowboys, not the Lions when we play them. And we typically don't do well. Like, the, the Raiders are not good on Thanksgiving, so hopefully this is that'll the change. That, let, yeah, that'll let's, change. Yeah, let, let's change that up. Uh, for the first time in franchise history, the Raiders will face the New York Giants coming out of their bye week. Uh, the Raiders will host Kansas City on Sunday night football, marking the seventh time in club history they've played the Chiefs on Sunday night. That's going to be freaking epic. That's going it? to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. That's at, and that's at home, right? Yes, that yeah. is at home. That's at Allegiant, man. That's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be rocking, dude. The Death Star, man. That's, that's gonna be great. Gonna be amazing. Uh, the Silver and Black will host four playoff teams from last season, including two primetime matchups against the Baltimore Ravens on Monday Night Football uh, in the season opener, of course, and then as we just mentioned, the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football in Week Ten. All right, so there you go. So kind of there's some some season notes. So. What do you think about kind of the timing, Jeff, of, of what's gone on here? So we look at the, the strength of schedule, which, you know, fans are always like, we have the hardest schedule, the hardest schedule. Uh, we don't. We, the Raiders are in the top 10, but we're behind the Steelers, Ravens, Bears, Packers, Vikings, Bengals, Lions, uh, and our opponent's winning percentage for strength of schedule is 526. So, um, yes, we're ab- above the curve. We're playing an above 500 schedule, but – you know what do you what do you think about that, Jeff? As as it's uh, unfolded here with our schedule, I like our schedule. Honestly, I mean, if you look at who we got, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of wins on there, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, we we took down the Chiefs once last year. I think we're going to take them down again. Uh, you know, the Bengals that's a crapshoot um, with Joe Burrow and those guys. They still got a lot of work to come along. Yeah. You know, any NFL game, you really don't know, but I just the way we're sitting and coming out of the bye with the Giants. I mean, they're kind of they've been a mess. So I, I like I like where we're at. You know, I think we win ten games easy, but that's just you know that's just me. 
you know. I agree. But. I agree. And I think that this, for the first time in a long time, too, the schedule has been favorable to us in terms of travel. Yeah. Um, yes. I Agreed. found this really cool schedule analysis here that I want to share with you all. I'm going to show you this picture for those of you that are on the YouTubes. Um, okay. So I'm gonna, this schedule analysis, I'm going to tell you what this is in a second. Just kind of, kind of look at this and then just know this, that the top right is it means that it's favorable. Okay, so if you're over here, that's a good thing. And so there are there are the Raiders all the way, just the furthest team um, to the right there, and uh, not quite up as high as what the Bengals and Eagles and other teams are, but they're all the way over there. So that's a good a good place. Now, what does that mean? Well, I found this article, and I'm going to give credit to Brian Burke um, at ESPN. He's a Navy guy, uh, which nice. we're big fans of the Navy around here. Yeah, Huge. we are. And uh, so uh, he says this, a breakdown of what really matters in terms of winning is the net rest difference and net travel. As always, up and right are good. Net travel is defined for each team as a total uh, a team has to travel for the season minus the distance its home opponents have to travel to play them. For example, West Coast teams always travel a lot, but so do their home opponents. Net rest is the difference of the sum of the differences in days between games. So if a team came off Monday Night Football to play a team that played last Thursday, it would be a negative four for that team for that week. And, of course, we all know there's 17 games now, so keep that in mind. I'm surprised net travel distances aren't so extreme this year, given the lopsided number of home and away games. Now, so why is that important? Okay, so think of it like this. So keep it, keep it simple. The Raiders used to travel on short weeks across the country to play Washington on Sunday Night Football, right? Like, there was a lot of things that the Raiders had to do that they were challenged by. London trips, all these kinds of things. Well, now, this is pretty favorable for us for when we have to travel. So this is good news for us as Raider fans, all the, all the ones that would say that, you know, the NFL stacks it against us and there's conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really good uh, in terms of being favorable for the Raiders. Now, that said, I want to uh, tap your brain, QB Jeff. Being a former quarterback, being a former high-level athlete, what was the furthest road game that you ever played? Furthest road game we played probably would have had to have been uh, either Louisiana Lafayette or uh, down in South Florida. Okay, so what is the difference between – playing a home game in terms of like preparation and rest and all like, what does it take your experience and then bring that out to the NFL level? Like, why is that a big deal? That net rest concept? Well, it's huge. I mean, your, your body, whether people want to admit it or not, like your body's on a time clock, you're used to a certain thing. So especially when you're traveling across the country in a different time zone, you know, if you're, if you're going to, you know, the East coast, you know, it's going to be a little bit, you know, later you're used to sleeping in a little bit or, or whatever your normal schedule is when you're at home in Vegas. So, and if you got an early game, it just, it just throws your, your body, you know, uh, schedule all off. So and that's why, especially the last couple of years, we had to go to London we had to go to Mexico, like all that. And I know Mexico really wasn't on a different time, you know, frame, but it's just going somewhere different. Right. You know, you're staying in a hotel, you're doing different things. And you would think these guys are more used to it, but everybody likes to be at home, right? Everyone likes to be using their own schedule and their own routine. When you're going somewhere else, you're out of your, you're out of your element. You're out of your routine. Yeah, you're staying in a hotel, doing all these things. You got all your trainers and your and your your people with you, but it's just a, it's just a different it's a different animal, you know. So and then you still got young guys too. You go to a place like Miami, 
you know, those guys, whether you want to admit it or not, those young guys are going out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what Definitely. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like these guys are still human. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just different, you know, and, and I always, you always got an advantage you're playing at home. You know, you're just used to it. Absolutely. You're on your normal yeah. schedule. So it's definitely it's. I think this will be a good test for for the Raiders fans' complaints about us having to travel. Like if we have a good year this year and w- win a lot more games, you can probably chalk some of that up to our favorable travel situation. You know. Yeah. Now if yeah. we go, you know, below five hundred, then well, you know, you didn't. You, you could not be. <laughs> right. Might not have much to do with it, but right. I right. think it's. I I think you were spot on. I think it's going to make a big difference. Talk about that swag, Jeff. Are we kind of like, as Raider fans, of course, we all believe that the whole world is against us, and we know it is. Sure. But, I was going to say, we believe. We, we, we know yeah. that's true. <laughs> but but are we starting to run out of some excuses? Uh, like, what are, are we? do the Raiders still not to have to now start taking, like, serious accountability to where it's like, we can't blame the schedule. We can't blame the travel. We can't blame, you know, whatever, officiating, whatever you want to call it. We can still blame officiating. <laughs> We can still do that. Okay. Absolutely, we can. But but yeah, I mean, this season will be will be a, tr- a real test. You know, are our complaints legit or not? You know, I mean, we we have a favorable schedule, not traveling a ton. You know, we always travel a lot. Obviously, like we said, the West Coast. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this season will be really telling with that. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So, good stuff there from the Raiders. Um, we're gonna hear uh, as, as the schedule outlook. From uh, um, from one Charles Woodson, and this is, I got to tell you, Raider Nation, this the Raiders released some really cool media uh, in the off season, and of course Charles Woodson get right ahead into the Hall of Fame, and no better ambassador for Raider Nation than, than Charles Woodson, of course, and uh, and they released this video. I, I kind of cut it down to just the parts where he's talking, but this is the the Raiders schedule release video. And uh, I'm telling you, if, as a Raider fan, if this doesn't give you chills, then you, you don't have a pulse because this is freaking amazing. Let's check in with Charles on the Raiders' upcoming season. So what brings you to town? I have a few things to celebrate. So it's pleasure, not business. Pleasure, yeah, but business is first. Quiet's almost over, Raider Nation. As I walk through the stadium, and I listen to the silence. All I do is think about you. Magic, Raider Nation, one by one, filling the stands to root on your team. Why? Because that's what we do. Al Davis talked about the fire that burns within, where each and every one of you is an individual fire. And that fire is contagious, and it'll light a fire under each and every player on this team and they'll understand what you need from them. Work hard, make plays. This game gonna put us on the map. Yes, let's go. So Raider Nation, let's get ready. Let's get ready to scream. Let's get ready to yell. And let's get ready to cheer on our team. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. It's fantastic. And we'll see you in beautiful Las Vegas. 
the home of Raider Nation. Love it, man. Work so hard, good. make plays, man. That's yep. what it's all about. That's it, man. That's it. All right, uh, let's check in with another audio clip here. We got to get it rolling, man. We're starting to get a little long on time. Sorry about the skipping thing for those in the in the chat. We're going to shut off some of the video streams we got going here. We could still see your chat, uh, our chat. It will still be rolling for you all. We just won't be monitoring it uh, by having the other video streams going, and so hopefully that'll help a little bit. Um, all right, but let's check in with uh, uh, Mike Mayock. Uh, again, going back to that interview with Rich Eisen and Mike Mayock kind of breaks it down to what he thinks and what he feels about uh, the Raiders schedule early on. Uh, fans are going to be in the stands for Las Vegas Raiders game in that beautiful stadium. Um, can't be any bigger. A Monday night game against the Ravens. Uh, is that what leapt out to you when you first got the schedule yesterday? Walk me through your process of grabbing a schedule as the GM of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Mike Mayock. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the first game is an important one, obviously. And um, out of all the franchises in the league, uh, the Ravens are, are one of the ones, one of the three, four, five franchises that I respect the most. I, I think there's been um, a degree of excellence set for years, and it didn't matter if it was Brian Billick or John Harbaugh. Ozzie Newsom was kind of the glue behind it. Now Eric DaCosta. Um, they've got an, an amazing quarterback and they're one of the most physical teams in football. So, you know, Monday night, last year, Rich, we went 6-2 and two on the road and 2-6 and six at home. Mm. And we need to get that place just rocking and rolling with, with Raider fans, and we need to set new decibel records, and we need to kind of set a tone for the new Allegiant Stadium. And then the Ra- like the Ravens at Pittsburgh, are you, are, and that's another thing I might imagine you you look at are those one Eastern road trips, right? You got one for the Giants as well in November. I'm looking here. You got a one, you know, I got a noon uh, kick at at Kansas City at Indianapolis. One Eastern. Uh, uh, that that is, uh, you know, obviously got to play them when you play them, but that's not terribly optimum for you on the road. No, and you know, week two is tough because. The league was good enough to send us to Pittsburgh on a short week across the country. <laughs> yeah, I'm picking that Philly uh, conversation up from you right there. I'm picking that up. So um... yeah, yeah. That's, so we, we got a challenging start, and that's what kind of the, that's what you asked me. What hit me first? Sure. And, you know, we're going to embrace it. I mean, that's two of the better franchises in the NFL back to back. One on a short week. That's fine. Let's go. All right, here we go, Raider Nation. So, yeah, the good stuff there from Mike Mayock. I love it that he he definitely takes his, his shot. Absolutely. There, you know what I mean? As he should in Raider fashion. Yeah. Uh, take a shot there. So that, that was good stuff there. But, um, but you know, that's uh, I love the idea that, like, I kind of like it when our schedule's front-loaded. I said this last year when we were going into the season to, to Mosh, and, and, um, and, and Mosh kind of had the opinion is that, like, you know, y- y- you play who you play, and the first five games doesn't dictate what the rest of the season's going to be and all that kind of stuff. But I love it that we're kind of front-loaded. I love it, the idea yeah. that we're going to come out of the gate and we're going to play Baltimore and we're going to play, of course, in Miami and then in, in, in week three. And who's our, who's our first – what is our bye week is what, week seven I this believe, year? I believe Did you so. have that up there? So uh, let's see. Let's run through it real quick. Let's just kind of do a little, a little fun thing here and run through this. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so we got uh, the Ravens on Monday night. Uh, okay, all right, we win or lose. Oh, okay, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do real quick, just real, yeah. real loose and fast. Okay, I think we win that game. Monday I do night. too. I home, think we win that game. Home opener, Kings we of win. Monday night. I yeah. think so. Yep. Okay, we win. All right. Yeah. Next, 
Uh, next, we uh, travel on that short week to uh, Pittsburgh. That's going to be a loss. It's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough game for us. Yeah. yeah. That's a Raider game to lose. That's what we do when we go to the East Coast. Like, that's very much what the Raiders would do. Yeah, I think yeah. we lose that. Yeah. Okay. Then Miami at home. Win. Win. Win there. Okay. San, uh, San then, then we go. Uh, then we go to uh, the chart, our second home stadium, LA. Uh, and uh, and that's a win. Jeff, yeah, Agree. W, it's, yeah, it's a win. Okay, next. Uh, next, we uh, we host uh, Khalil Wack. The Bears. Oh my gosh! And we whip his ass in Vegas. No question. No, okay, they got no, they got no QB. All right, so we're four and one. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, next, we uh, we go to Denver. I think it's a win. I don't know why it wouldn't be a win. Well, unless Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. They're not getting Aaron Rodgers. Okay. All right. W. So that's w. five and one now. When are we at the bye week? Uh, after the Eagles. Okay. Is that the next game that's after the Denver? next game? Yeah. We, oh. get, uh, we think we can beat Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? It's at it's home. a home game, it's a right? Home game. Yeah, yeah, but we were two and six at home last year. Yeah, but we didn't have the fans last year. Like, I think that's such an underrated part yeah. of us. Okay. But you know, so I'm also okay, bi- so I'm that's also six. So we're six and one going into the bye. <laughs> I, <laughs> we're not Raider fans, not at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Realistically, I'm going to say that we lose that Eagles I game. I think so. I'm going to go with a loss there. I'm going to go Sorry, with a loss QB there. Jeff, it's two out of three votes. Democracy rules. Two out. Of th- I'm saying we to lose. Jalen Hurts. Yes, it's yes. Because it's Mike Mayock's a Philly guy. It's just too ironic that we would. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. It's a gritty game. It's a I don't close, agree, but I'll it's agree a close with you. It's, it's, like it's at a conference. It'll be one of those games that we'll lose, and I'll sit up behind this microphone and I'll go, was that a conference? It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't have playoff implications. Right. Raider Nation, don't freak out because we lost by 30 after beating the Broncos by 30. Nah, we lost to the Eagles a, by 30. It's going to be it's a close okay. game. Like it's going to be a close that, game. That, no, it won't. We'll get destroyed by the Eagles. <laughs> no one will expect it, and we'll get blown out after crushing Denver the week before. Okay. I think, I think, I think the, uh, the, like, come on, the let's club about- in the north end zone has a huge play on that game. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the, the disco light's going to shine in Hurt's eye or something. Okay, fair enough. All right, so aside from the clubbing incident. Six and two. Okay, right? we're six and we're, we're No, we're five and two. Five and two going into the bye. Now, look, if we're five and two going into the bye, we're all losing our minds right. going, we are a Super Bowl team. And then what happens after the bye week? And then we go to uh, we go and lose in New York. We're gonna lose to the Giants because we suck in New York. Like, remember that Jets game when our season turned on its head? Yep. All of our New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole will be there. Silver and Black Empire. All of our good friends on the East Coast will converge on MetLife Stadium, have the biggest ass party, the most badass tailgate you've ever seen in your life because they have freaking like brajol and stuff at their freaking <laughs> tailgates. Uh-huh. And then we'll go in there and dump it and lose by 40 again and then now the wheels are coming off and we're all losing our minds because the Raiders are 5-3. and three. We've gotten our ass kicked back to back but I'll sit behind this microphone and go I was at a conference guys. What does it matter? Right. right? Okay. But then it doesn't matter because then a week later we go back to Allegiant Stadium and we get our first win in Allegiant Stadium against the Kansas City Chiefs. Which we win. Sunday night football. We, we win. We reclaim Big time. our spot, right? We, we win. agree with that? We get that we get yeah. that Derek Carr with the massive focus that made the meme that went around the world of him just looking with the laser eyes. He, he, we get the win. We get the win. Sunday night football, right, Josh, yeah. uh, Jeff? Uh, like it's it's huge, right? Absolutely. I yep. think they step up to the challenge. Josh Jacobs has a huge day. Yep. I think that guy's watch out for that cat. 
He was a little banged up last year. He's he's ready he's to gonna go. Bring it, right? yep. he's, he's gonna, gonna bring, bring it, right? He's gonna bring it. He's gonna bring it. All right, yep. then what? So, so we're, we're six and three. We just beat the Chiefs. We're back on the high, and we go and we whip the Bengals' ass. Oh, we're gonna destroy! I mean, Bengals. just kill them. So then that puts us at seven and seven three. And three. Seven and three, and uh, and it's Turkey Day. It's and Turkey Day. We're gonna day. lose because we're back on the national stage. We've always sucked against the Cowboys, and we've always sucked on Thanksgiving. Okay, and we'll all be hype. Okay, and we'll then ho- we'll all be all, 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 all. We'll have our Sunday bellies. We'll be all bloated. Full of beer and turkey and ravioli. If you're around my house, That's right. and then yeah. and then we'll be freaking all bummed okay. out. And so okay. so then we're we're, okay. we're seven and okay. four. Hold up though. Okay, what's your vote on that? Do we win or lose on Thanksgiving? I can't stand the Cowboys. <laughs> okay, either, but, but realistically, we're not good, we're not good on we're not good on Thanksgiving. You're, I agree with you. So I, okay, well then you guys get it because I say we win. I I'm gonna be honest, I think we win that game. You do well, think we win that game? Then, then okay, chalk well it up. then, then the chalk it up. See how votes chalk me it too. up. We're eight and three. Okay, we're eight and three. Hey, hey, got a full belly. When and you two v- agree, it's Jeff's fan cave. <laughs> it's like, Jeff's I'm, fan I, cave. Yeah, like I'm yeah. out. Okay, but then okay, so then here, here we go. Uh, we go December fifth. We play Washington at home. And I think we lose. I think we lose. That we ride. We're For riding on a high. We just won on Thanksgiving. Trap game. We just. Trap we game. were on a three-game win streak. It's a freaking trap game, and I think I think we kind of get our butts kicked a little bit against Washington. Chase Young and Montez Sweat do the Malachi crunch on Derek Carr, and yeah. everybody goes, "We should have drafted Leatherwood." See, <laughs> right. see, exactly, right? exactly. All right. exactly. I'm with you. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So then the next week we go back and we play the Chiefs at Arrowhead. And we get destroyed by we'll 40. Okay. Right? Because we're not good. No, well, of course, no, we no did beat them on the road them. last time. No way but no way them. we're going to sweep them. Okay? So we got... So, okay. that, so, so now so we're, we're eight what? and five. Eight and five. We're eight All and right, five. Now what's going on? And then uh, we travel uh, to Cleveland and play the Browns. Steamers. I think we get that game. Yeah. I, I think, think, Cle- I think Cleveland's overrated. I absolutely I think do. they're overrated. I don't know. I just... Yeah. Chiefs, Browns, that's tough. I'm with you. I'm with you. So we're nine and five. Are we split on that one? Like, what are we thinking here? What the Browns game? Yeah. Oh, we win. Okay, I think we dropped that one. I think you they dropped a steamer on us. Oh no! See, I'm thinking we win that one though too. After a loss, after a loss, we get beat up at the Chiefs. We have to travel again to Cleveland. I'm with you. That's sketchy. It's certainly sketchy. But I'm going to go with what W on I, I, I think we two win. To that. One, so okay, right, I think we right, win. We that. get the W there. So I what do we win? We're nine and five. Nine and five. We play Denver at home. Uh, Day after Christmas. Yeah, we got to get We that. win. Yeah, it's, it's, we win. It's not in mile high. If that's mile high, if that's a snow game, whatever, yeah. different story. But we now we're at home. We're good. We're 10. We win. 10 wins. Okay. Okay. Then we travel to Indianapolis. Which is where we'll lose. That will we be lose. a game we'll lose. Because yeah. Indy, for whatever reason, too, has always seemed to have had our number, even when they're not breaking Derek who's Carr's who's ankle. Who's their guy now? Because Rivers retired. Right? Yeah, freaking Carson Wentz. Yeah, they yeah, they they yeah, tr- traded to get Carson Wentz. I know, but Frank Reich, who's their head coach now, was his freaking coordinator in Philly when he was playing all good and like MVP candidate. I, I, I agree. I for some reason I think we Those lose. are the kind of weird we games should, yeah, we lose. That, that's a game that we should we win sh- we easily. We should win, but we won't. But we lose. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So then we close out the regular season. So we're ten and six. We're ten and six, which is where we always end up every time we do this. And the only reason we're not gonna be ten and six is because they added another freaking game to the schedule. So uh so we close out the season uh at home against the Chargers. And we're gonna crush them. And we're gonna the kill Chargers. them. Yes. So, or, so we sweep the donkeys and we sleep. Or, or do we just tie them so we can still be ten and six? 
<laughs> or or it will we will be ten and six, have a shot at the last wild card spot. Yep. And then on the last play of the game, the ball will bounce off of one of our receivers' face mask, we'll lose, and we'll be 10 and uh, freaking 7, and the Raiders will be like, well, we had a winning record. We were better than we were last year. If it weren't for this new uh, schedule with the extra game, we could have been a playoff team, and we'll all have excuses going into the offseason. And Swag Jeff will be saying, don't hit Derek Carr, don't hit him in the face mask. If it was Mariota, you would have hit him right in the numbers. Oh. Oh. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, he would have thrown it to the numbers of the other team, though. Uh, well, <laughs> there you go. All right, so what is it? Ten and six or ten and seven? I'm going. Be, I'm, 11 no, and we're six eleven and six. six. Oh, they, excuse me, eleven and six. I think we're. 11 I'm going to go eleven and six. I'm going eleven and six too. I said. I told uh, Q Dog. I said we go ten wins easy. So I. I say eleven and six. All right. I like it. Eleven and six. All right. Okay. Fair and enough. now that and I assume that eleven wins is a playoff team. You would think so. You would think so. You would think eleven wins would be strong enough. But here's but the th- now that's a wild card spot because I still think you know I still think Kansas City is Kansas, you know we got they, they win the division we would have to sweep them to even have a shot yeah. like right. we'd have to have clear cut yeah. tiebreakers right. and everything right. else to to have a shot against them all right so here we are a very I think reasonable considering the fact that we're all just crazy nutty Raider fans right I think that's about as objective as we could possibly get yeah that the Raiders conservatively. Um, is a, are a 10-win team, likely could be 11-win team. Okay, fair enough. Now, when it comes to Vegas, though, they think we're barely a 7-win team. Oh, no. Yeah, so here's what I think, Raider Nation. And I'm curious, you just heard our little exercise there through the right. schedule. I want to hear, I already see a few of them in there. Um, Mike Kraut says 12 or more. Alfred Esparza says, yes, 10, 6, and 1. Um, uh, the tie. <laughs> yeah, another, the tie yeah, the in the tie. last game. <laughs> the tie is another, uh, another yeah. vote in there for 12 and 5. Tell us what you think, Raider Nation. Daniel Mangus has 13 wins. Uh, I want to hear what you think our win total will be. And here's why I bring this up. So Clay Travis, who I'm a big fan of. I like Clay. I like OutKick. Sure. Uh, former Nashville guy. Or still in Nashville, but whatever. Yeah. Used to be yeah, on our yeah, local yeah. radio station around here. Um, so uh, Clay uh, went on to Fox Sports. Uh, Fox bet sports okay and uh, was talking about the raiders betting lines and for the raiders upcoming season the over under on raider win total is seven and a half okay so that means the raiders have to win eight games in order for you so if you bet a hundred dollars you would get then two hundred dollars back if the raiders if you bet the over for the raiders to win um more than seven and a half so the raiders have to get to eight wins and right. you would get your money back plus your well, bet. that's what vegas is doing then they want all the Vegas residents and Vegas fans to bet that the Raiders are going to win more than seven and a half. Because it doesn't seem like a big line, but it doesn't Vegas seem like a big line. But Vegas has all those pretty bright lights for a reason, because the house usually wins. Yeah. And Vegas is really good at calling these things. They so are. they're on seven and a half. So let me play this, and then I want to go to you, QB Jeff. I want to hear your feedback on this clip and what Clay has to say. Again, this is a guy I like. This is a guy that I don't yeah, I like put in the too. same cl- uh, class as like Colin Coward and all that. Yeah, guys like that. Clay is not a sensationalist. He just, uh, what I think, spits truth around things. Yeah. So anyway, check in with Clay and see what he has to say. Even though I don't like it, here's what he says. I'm going under two. I do agree with Sal. Eight to one on Aaron Rodgers, potentially. The Raiders could have some value, as much as I think it's likely that Rodgers is going to end up in Denver. And the reason why I think it could have value is 
The Raiders are screwed if Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver. Think about this for a moment. You got the best quarterback of a generation, potentially, in Patrick Mahomes already in your division. Best young quarterback we saw last year in Justin Herbert, now with a brand new staff and with a healthy team. Mm -hmm. And you would have Aaron Rodgers in Denver, and you, with a team that has not been very good, you just saw how bad that defense has been. Look at the AFC West performance of the Raiders in the first three years of John Gruden. Yeah, that ain't good. Minus 327 on the point differential there. And they've actually gotten worse in December every year. Started off fairly well, gotten progressively worse. I don't like the over here unless they get Aaron Rodgers, which is why I think the more intriguing bet might be taking a fly, uh, flyer on 8-1 to one because, think about it, they have to keep the Broncos from getting Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers in order to avoid basically being sentenced to last place for the next four or five years in that division. <laughs> wow. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think his analysis is he's banking on Denver getting Rodgers, which I don't think they get. I don't, I don't, I mean, and I could be wrong, and I haven't been following the Packers situation as probably as closely as I normally would just with everything going on, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be as easy to get out of Green Bay as Rodgers wants it to be. I mean, you guys tell me. I if agree I'm with wrong. that too. No, I agree with you 100. percent So yeah. the most likely scenario is that he goes nowhere. Exactly, and I yeah. think that's what's going to happen. So you know, he's ba- he's basing it off of him going to Denver. Yeah, if he goes to Denver, I agree. You know, that that makes it a whole lot. Because we, we had 10, maybe 11. Now that turns into eight, maybe nine. Exactly. Right. And now you're but he's a lot also closer. and he's also banking. He's saying Herbert gets a new staff that are healthy. Just because you get a new staff doesn't mean you're rolling in. You understand everything they're trying to do offensively, and you understand, you know, right. you get every not just the quarterback has to learn it. The receivers, the running back, the line, everybody does. Right. So, you know, I think he's a you know little he's banking on a few things that I don't think necessarily come to fruition, but you know, it just sounds awful low. Like set, like that really just sounds like, really low. Like eight if you eight with wins an extra now game is a losing, with an extra game. That's this what I'm year. saying. Eight yeah. wins is a losing season yeah. now. Right. Like that, I just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Swag Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, you know, and and I agree with 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 QB Jeff on that. I think I think Aaron Rodgers stays in Green Bay. I don't think he's going anywhere. And you know, whether now we may not see him take the field. Yeah. You know, if he's that disgruntled there, he may sit his ass on the bench. You know, just like oh, what, just like what Deshaun yeah, Watson yeah, might yeah, do in, yeah, yeah. In, in Houston. Well, he you know? may not have a choice. But. Well, he may not have a choice. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know, but you yeah, know what I mean. No, I don't. You're, you're right. He well, Favre did that, right? Was didn't did Favre that sat or he, he? No, he didn't. He went to the Jets. Yeah, who he was it to, that, that he, sat? Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bell just spent a year at the house uh-huh. and said, "Forget it. I'll just uh-huh. stay here until I'm ready to come back." Yeah. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. So so yeah. So I don't. You know, but seven and a half games. That's. To me, I mean, looking at that schedule, even if you, even if Denver gets Aaron Rodgers, I still think you win eight games. That's the thing. Is that That's, even with yeah, Aaron with going you. over there? Yeah. And, you know, you're, so you're saying you're saying we lose. So if we win, we beat. So let's just say our easy games that we think are easy, which are never easy. But you know, Bears. E, you know, we said we lost the Eagles, but beat the Giants, Bengals, Cowboys. I think we beat Washington. I mean. Seven, seven and a half. I <laughs> get seven. If we don't get seven and a half, Gruden, Mayock, they're all done. I think so. You got to be. You got to be out, right? I yeah. mean, you got to be a ten-year contract or not. If you can't win seven, eight games, yeah, even eight. Like, yeah. I think it's borderline. They got to make the playoffs. I think so. I agree. With you yeah, know what I mean? I, like, yeah. if, if it's they, a make or break. If if they don't make the playoffs, I'm sorry. The John Gruden era version two is 
done. A failure. It's a bust. Yeah. It's a failure. Like they got you, their guys now. You can't say it's not your guys. Mm-hmm. You got your guy. You know your your draft picks. You got your personnel in place. Yep. New you've stadium. Had a, con, uh, you've had a, a constant at quarterback. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all yes. the things that are in play. That all the things that are important. You know, like uh, and, and we got it coming up here in a minute. Adam Shine talking about quarterback. Like teams have one of two situations. You either have a quarterback or you don't. You know that better than anybody, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so what have you done for me lately? Absolutely. And so the Raiders have got the most key position. You know, they've lacked a few things uh, in terms of like pass rush, and we all know the the, the 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 deficiencies on defense. But for the most part, like it should be enough runway at this point for Gruden, right? Yeah. I, no, I agree. I mean, he's had enough time. You, it's the defense. The defense is going to make or break this season because you can't win giving up 30 points a game. It's impossible. It's, it's so hard. You're asking your offense to outscore 30 every game, and you're going to have off games. You're going to have guys where games are hurt. You've got to have a defense that can, that can hold them, yep. and we haven't had that. So whether you like it or not, you agree with it or not, if our defense does not step up and make huge strides this year, it's you gotta, and that's I mean, on Gruden. Yeah, I mean, right? Like, yeah. It's on Gruden. If you if if, t- if in four years you haven't been able to build a defense, well, yeah. then what are we doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. I like you know, the, and I saw this the other day too. And I know we're getting a little sidetracked here, but like um, I saw somebody put out a tweet. It might have even been Josh DeBow put out a tweet about how the last uh, coaches in the NFL that have gone four years without being fired or without making the playoffs have all been fired. Right. The only one that's still around is John Gruden. Yeah. He's the only guy entering in his fourth year where his team hasn't made the playoffs in the previous three seasons. And, like, if, I mean, what else do we need to know there? Like, it's yeah. time. It's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. time. Make the, make the playoffs. Just make ask the, Big Raider Trucker. Let's get his opinion. Right. On John yeah, 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 right. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, you can, can you see the chat at all, Jeff? No, no, phone? mine's okay. not up. All right, I want to shout out Edgar V with a, with a $5 donation in there. He says, if, if Aaron goes to the donkey, so what? For the first time in a long time, I trust our defense and the process, and Carr is our guy, and he has been fire. I agree with you. And so uh, that is a uh, Edgar, you'd have thought we had planned this. Um, on that comment, I appreciate you saying that because let's check in with our buddy Adam Shine, who talks about that very, very idea. I love John Gruden finally putting some respect on Derek Carr's name. Frankly, I often feel like I show more respect and appreciation of Derek Carr than the Raiders head coach. And make no mistake, Derek Carr has earned it. Derek Carr is a great player. Derek Carr is a franchise quarterback. Now, there are different levels of franchise quarterbacks. And, you know, Derek Carr is not Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers, but he's a gem. There are two types of teams in the NFL, those that have a quarterback and those that don't. And the Raiders most certainly do. And you should appreciate him. And really, when I say appreciate him, I'm talking to John Gruden, who always seems to have a wandering eye when it comes to the quarterback. And listen, I'm not talking about the Aaron Rodgers trade rumors. That That's different. That's Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about the draft or Marcus Mariota. Derek Carr has had three straight seasons of throwing over 4,000 yards passing in terms of the yards while also completing 67% of his passes. Now, this is a rare offseason where I'm not high on the Raiders. Gruden and Mike Mayock botching the first round is an annual trend. It makes it very difficult to believe. They also gutted the rock-solid strength of the team, the offensive line, which means that the Raiders are going to struggle and Carr Rungley is going to get the blame and it's sad. They say all oh, politics are local. And the car disrespect has always started within. 
Derek Carr has always, always deserved better. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate everybody joining us in the chat tonight. Loyal to the Soil is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Franklin 83, Pirate 1975, Sugar Shane, uh, Edgar V, Mike Kraut, uh, Foxy Scorpio is in there. Appreciate everybody joining us. Tyrone Graves, uh, Franklin, I think I said Franklin 83 already. Uh, CT, Silver and Black, appreciate all of you uh, joining us for this episode number 203 of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, before we get to see of fans, which is where we hear from you, we want to hear from our buddy Swag Jeff because you got you got a little swag alert going on over there. Yeah, yeah, for those that are looking to buy the new jerseys. Okay. Uh, new jerseys of players uh, that they, they uh, announced this week uh, what the rookies are going to be wearing. Okay. Uh, so in this order, Leatherwood will be wearing number 70. Nice. Uh, Marg will be wearing number 25. Kuntz, 56. Uh, Diablo, 49. Uh, Diablo, that's, he should wear 66. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, but uh, Gillespie, 37. Hobbs, 39. Morrissey, 65. And as a special uh, note to uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. Okay. Uh, Cleveland Farrell has changed his number from 96 to 99 because that's what was holding him back. Oh, was the number. That's what's been holding him back. You know, he's, he's uh, and, and who is it now? F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Farrell. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing 99 now. So, so makes we're, all the difference. we're about to see top four draft talent. I, I, think so. I think so. I think so. I think gonna, so. He's going to play inside more yep. because you got to have Ngakwe and you're going to have Max uh, on, on the edges. Some people yeah. are saying like, oh, no, he's going uh, to be our starting end. I don't think so. No. I think he kicks inside much more, don't you? I think so, too. You know, with those two guys on the outside, he's, he's been a much better run stopper than he has been a uh, you know pass rusher. So I think it makes more sense to move him inside a little bit and uh, be able to swap him out. You know, on different downs, give those guys a breeze on the outside. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I think he goes inside. Absolutely. And, you know, especially when you look at like a Gus Bradley defense and you look at the defensive tackles that have flourished in that defense, you look at guys like Michael Bennett, right? Like long, rangy yeah. guys. Yes. Guys like, and I'm not taking a shot at him, but look, it's just, it's out there. Maurice Hurst is kind of like a tree trunk with, with short arms. Like, that's not the kind of defensive tackle that, no. that thrives in Bradley's system. That's the reason we moved on from him. Mo's a great guy, and I'm not trying to take a shot at him by saying that, but, like, his body type doesn't fit with what Gus Bradley does. Bradley wants a lot of speed. He wants length. He wants, yeah. And that's what you're going to get out of Cleve Farrell inside right. versus, like, just a big dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? There ain't no Gilbert Brown playing nose tackle in this in this freaking defense. You know what right. I mean? So, yeah. Um, uh, all right, so uh, Jeff, anything else on the, on the numbers? Yeah, so if anyone that did get a Carl Joseph jersey uh, on his first stint with the Raiders, uh, all two of you that I'm talking about, yeah. uh, he did change his number from 42. He's he's gonna be wearing 43. Okay, one up. Which is which is the number that I wore in high school. Oh, it is. So, so right on. Well, that's probably why. That's he probably was. why he did it. Yeah, 100%. that's probably why he that's did it. That's probably why yeah. he did it. Yeah. Jeff, did you always wear 12? No, I actually wore 14 my whole life. Oh, you did? Yeah, I was a big 14 guy. And then when I came to middle uh, MTSU, 14 was retired. So they were like, well, you got an option of 12. And I can't remember the other number. I was like, 12, let's go for it. Perfect, right? Gannon yeah. Stabler, right? Legendary. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, why 14 growing up? 
Uh, I, it's just my. I don't know. I don't really. I, to be honest, I don't have a good reason why. I just always loved fourteen. It was my number, and and that's what I I rocked with for forever. I think it's cool. That's not a, a real common quarterback number, frankly. No, no, it's not. I don't know. Too like many. Andy Dalton. Like didn't he work? Yeah, I don't. Four, or does yeah, he? Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was yeah, fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like know? not a, not a lot of QBs uh-uh. were fourteen. No, there that's wasn't. It, I, I didn't have a real reason why. I just loved the one and the four together. I, you know, just I just rocked yeah, it. Man. That's yeah, cool. man. That was my, that was my go to. That's cool. Heck, right yeah. on. Right on. Mine was eighty six because of Mervin Fernandez. There you go. So that was that was. There you all, go. Yeah, I, was, I, I was wore number six growing up. I number six wasn't available at my school either, my high school. So that's why I went with forty three. Oh, okay. But yeah, why forty three? It was. Because the number there. that they gave me, <laughs> I didn't have a choice. I was a sophomore when I joined the team, so they were like, "Yeah, you get this number. You get this number. You get uh-huh. forty-three. At least you uh-huh. were. You, at least you weren't a guy that just pulled the. You know, I want the sixty-nine number. You know, you yeah, were yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, my high school they didn't have that number because oh, okay. because they said sixty-nine, and we all raised our hand, <laughs> and they said, "Nope, not available." Uh, that's great. I love it. so so. Last year, you know, we we uh, we signed Eric Cush. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Season and well, actually, first I'm gonna rewind it back. First, it was Compton. First, like that was the first jersey there. You could see yes. our Compton jersey. When when the Raiders signed Compton, it was like, oh my gosh, they're gonna sell a million Compton Raider jerseys. Absolutely. And then uh, the year after that, we signed Cush, and I was like, oh my gosh, now we're gonna sell <laughs> a million Cush Raider jerseys. They need to make the team. Yeah. But we signed this offseason Dylan Stoner. So oh, now gosh. there's going to be a stoner Raider jersey. Perfect. That's I, look. If they don't make a billion dollars on stoner Raider jerseys, then you're doing it wrong. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, Jeff, any more Raider jersey updates? Uh nothing that really matters. All right. <laughs> Do we want to talk about Josh Jacobs giveaway? Yes. Well, why don't we? Here, plug that. Why don't we? we okay. So, uh, so new subscribers. New subscribers. We're getting new subscribers to Murph's Fan Cave on YouTube. We're trying to get... What's our magic number, Murph? Uh, 3,300, and we're at 3, like 32-something now. Okay, so if you're not subscribed, first off, what's wrong with you? Second off, do it because you could win... This Josh Jacobs jersey, and that. it's not just a it's not just a screen print one. It's it's stitched, and it's, it's not legit. it's not from the Chinese site. It's the legit real it's thing. Phoenix. It's the same one. It's I'm the wearing same right one now. he's wearing right now. So so yeah. So not only do you get that, but you get this patch that you get to iron on or stitch on or whatever you want to do. Make sure you use a towel or something to iron this onto the jersey. Don't do it. Don't do it the way the Murph does it. Yeah, because I ruined that Henry ruined Ruggs, that Henry that Ruggs jersey, Ruggs jersey that's, over that's over there. <laughs> now a decoration. The crap out it's because it. I burnt it trying oh, to iron it. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. stupid. <laughs> but it, but yeah, no, win this jersey. Subscribe. Tell do your it. friend you got it. You got friends, and even if they're not Raider fans, just tell them subscribe to the just channel. Just go make a bunch Absolutely. of accounts, dude. It takes three. QB Jeff literally made a, a new YouTube account tonight. In yeah, about, so he's right. in the running. Seconds. And I got a bunch of my my buddies that they run a, uh, a group of five pace. They're all watching and stuff. They're like, "Where did you meet these guys?" I was like, "Yeah, right." I was like, "I'll tell you the story later." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right on. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, tell yeah. them subscribe. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, all, the they're, all, yeah. they're all subscribing, man. Yeah, I said, you could do like win me. the Jacobs I, jersey, and I'll pay you for it. <laughs> Hey, 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 there you go. It is a large. It'll be your size. Yeah, there you it, go. Dude. Perfect. Yeah, because Murph, Murph walked in the deli today. I was like, dude, that jersey's fresh, man. Yeah, heck yeah, It's man. a good-looking jersey. Man. Subscribe Absolutely. and get it. That's, that's, Absolutely. That's why I got it, because I had to show it up. I'm like, that's what we were trying. That's that's the whole genesis of this, is that I got it. It's a large, and it's a little, eh, it's a little snug for me. 
Yeah, hey, a couple spots. Your shoulders look good in that jersey, Murph. Yeah, right, man. <laughs> a little tight. Absolutely. So, so, or you could be like Swag Jeff, uh, because there's now YouTubers count Swag Jeff one, Swag Jeff two, Swag <laughs> Jeff three. I'm trying to win that jersey too. So go and get you some, bro. Bro, hey, look, I, you know I love you to death. Yeah. That jersey is a double medium on you. Oh <laughs> yeah, that could fit around one of my legs <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, will somebody win this damn jersey? We try to give it away for a month. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation, for uh, checking us out tonight. Appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Uh, I want to shout out uh, Foxy Scorpio. Much respect there for a four ninety nine donation. Uh, we we thank you very much. Uh, Foxy Scorpio says, "Think we see any short yardage goal line packages with Marcus Mariota?" Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course, Jeff does. Um, but speaking of that, though, and let's let's. I know we're getting ready to get into see if fans, but just real quick, I want to tap because we got the QB here, so let's tap his brain. What do you think about that? So we got Kenyon Drake, who is a, definitely a, a, a short yardage guy. Yeah. Could definitely be a threat uh, inside the five-yard line. Hopefully, like, like a Zach Crockett kind of look back kind of kind of vibe. But what is that? What, what, what benefit would that be? Like, say the Raiders did take advantage of Marcus Mariota. He's healthy. They've got a full offseason with him. Like, what kind of stuff creatively could they do to put in at the goal line? They could do a lot of stuff. I just don't think that's necessarily Gruden's M.O. I mean, you didn't see it much last year. You know, no, you swa- swapping QBs. I don't think that's what he likes to do. Um, now that doesn't mean that they wouldn't go to it this year. But with, I mean, you got Jacobs and Drake back there, and then you got Waller. Like, I don't think you need to get cute, and that's what we and tend Edwards, to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and in years past, like sometimes, like I, I get pissed off, I like, scream at the TV, but it's like, don't get cute, man. You got that big old line. You pay them a lot of money. You got Jacobs. Now you got Drake. Like. Hand the ball. Just punch up. it in there. Just punch it in there. You know they'll get up over. Or they'll squeeze it through. Or shoot, if you got one on one, that's what that's what you do. You get on the goal line. You see what the matchup is, right? You got one on one out on the outsides with with Edwards. Okay, now we throw him a back shoulder fade or throw him over the top. Like, but if you got a small box, you pound it. Don't get cute. Yeah, don't get don't, don't get, cute. get cute. You don't need to do all that. You know? I think there. Do you think that there's room in there for you know because we've seen Mariota when he was a Titan like line up a quarterback and then they would split him out and yeah. catch a touchdown pass. Like So what I think that what they would do that with is like a special situation, two point conversion, so, so, oh, something like okay. that where it's like okay, they they didn't prepare for this and and that's that's when you want to use those where it's they have no idea it's coming. It takes them an extra second to adjust because anytime you shift your quarterback out and now you got a running back in, you got to decide Am I going to go one-on-one out there? Am I going to put an extra guy in out there? So it's all a numbers game. Okay. It's all a numbers game. So I think I think he's got it in it because Gruden's – you've seen his play card. It's, t- <laughs> it's like that long. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like Andy Reid's KFC menu. It's huge. Oh, God. That, They're going to wait for Mario. They're going to start on that guy. <laughs> They're going to wait for Mariota to catch a touchdown pass until Swag Jeff attends his first game in Allegiant Stadium. Oh, my gosh. You'll lose your mind. I'll, I'll be DJing in the club. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We'll I won't see. be attending. I'll be there with my right. shirt off just DJing the crap out of it. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
swaggy jack. That's right, man. <laughs> All right, let's jump in to see a fan's mailbag. So we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Thank you again. <laughs> Everybody that's joining us in the chat tonight. Uh, a Fox, did I mention Foxy Scorpio? With the, yes, of course. Yeah, I did. man. That's what yeah, started you did. That conversation. Thanks, Foxy. Thank you, Foxy Scorpio. Are you keeping track of these for me? I am. Right, you're the man. All right. Uh, so you can contact the show one of two ways. You can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. It's a really creative email address that I came up with. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> How did you come up with that, man? Uh, dude, it just came to me like in a dream, and I had to wake up and write it down. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Good and for so. You. Um, <laughs> At <laughs> show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And you can email us or you can call us at 909 345 3340. This is a long show. It is a long show. It's, uh, we're, an hour, we're only an hour and a half. Yeah, we had the break Bro, in the middle. We had the mess up. Yeah, the we had the mess up. up. Nah, we're still almost two hours. Was it? Well, yeah. you want to go home? We're running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. All right, let's speed it up here. So you can call us or you can email us. And if you don't know how to, then just figure it out. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> We didn't even do our top five quarterback conversation. Well, why didn't get, you do lots that? Lots to get into. So much to get into. We'll save that for next time you come back. All right. Come back and go. join us again next time. Okay. We, there was a, uh, a, uh, it was a Raider Maven, which is part of uh, SportsIllustrated.com, uh, released a uh, top 10 all-time quarterback list for the Raiders, the top five. And it's a very interesting list, and I wanted it to go over it tonight. Can we, can when, we, can we guess? Well, we got- it's going to take a minute. Like, if, if you guys, like, seriously, if we need to wrap... We need to get going because we got a bunch of emails and we got a bunch of voicemails. Okay, well, not a bunch, but we got a handful of voicemails. I'll come back. I only live down the road. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, he'll right. come back. He'll come back. You join us next week or week after, whichever one you want. You want. All right. Okay. Deal. All right. We'll come back and then we'll do the top five list. It's the off season. It's not like we're going to run out of, right. you know what I mean, time here. We got, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like the next eventful thing is what? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. the uh, fan, silence. The fannies. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you can email the show at uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And let's get to our first email of the night. Uh, Swag Jeff, you take it. This, your buddy, Stacy Rough Raider. Oh, Stacy. Murph, Mosh, Swag, and Peeps. Thank you for not going to the Sea of Fans mailbag on the last show. I'm sure we all may have a line or two we wish we would have back. Uh, we need to remember it's not just where you pick, but it's who you pick. Once a Raider, w- once a Raider welcome draft class 2021. Uh, just win, baby. I still think getting younger in the secondary is as career-threatening to Gruden as Ashton Kutcher was to Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> but Marg was a steal and a stud. Let's just hope these kids can gel and, and be productive before 2027 when Gruden's contract is up. Murph, we got linebackers. Yes. That's, that's as big as uh, Mary Lee as the Bears getting a franchise. He had what? Jameson. He was drinking Jameson. Yeah, he was. He it's was so drinking. <laughs> no. Yeah, that he got stung by a bee and your tongue swole up. No. I don't know what's going on over there. Bro, did you proofread this? No. No, it's all misspelled. It's fine. It's fine. Love you, Stacy. Shame Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Uh, <laughs> Hope Mosh is doing well. He's more MIA than Chuck Norris has sequels. And Swag Swag Jeff, don't tell Adam Schefter, but I have discovered what happened to AB's helmet and how it was lost. Also not as crazy as Frozen Feet, fighting with Mayak and abusive allegations, allegedly. Here's a photo I found in which may have explained the mystery. (laughs) I don't have the photo. No photo. He didn't attach the photo? No. Well, that might be. We're still looking for it. We don't know. There's no visual reference. <laughs> See, he had some Jameson. I'm telling you. 
There's no footnotes in that thing? No, there's nothing. Please see attached photo. No, there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. On to the season. Going to a Raider game will be like the Raiders are in the Super Bowl. Shiny stadium, a trip that you should bring your wife with, and the ticket prices just win, please. Stacy Rough Raider, proud main man. Hell, I want a sizzler. Thanks, chat. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, Stacy. <laughs> you know why his emails are the best? He's one of the most loyal people that we have. Oh my gosh, yeah, he showed up at the yeah. at the at the uh, at the stage door yeah. and hung out with us yeah. and all that And stuff. I have yeah. no idea what he's ever said. No, we don't know what he's talking. About. We don't know what he's talking about, but damn it, we love him. We don't love you, Stacey. We love him, man. That's all. Awesome. Absolutely. Oh, great job, Stacy Rough Raider. All oh right, Jimmy Jeff, who you got? All right, Pirate, nineteen seventy-five. All right, good deal. All right, good evening, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy, fellow made men, and everyone else who often misses church, but not this show. <laughs> it would be nice. It would be real nice if so-called quote fans would actually take a step back and support the team. Take a few seconds and read what you're writing before you hit send. I've read more hate spewed from the fans this past week than I've ever heard from any media outlet. Look, dot, dot, dot. I understand Mayock and Gruden should have called you and discussed the draft board beforehand. I understand that if you were involved, you could have gotten Leatherwood in the seventh, <laughs> seventh round. I understand that you know how to run a football organization better than Mark Davis. I understand that you can call what the play should have been when it just didn't work out on the field. I understand that you can dissect the defense better than Derek Carr can. I understand that if you were running the show, we'd still have A.B., Khalil Mack, and still be in Oakland. I understand that you can be <laughs> you, that you think no one can beat you in Madden. I understand that you get angry when your mom or your girl uses that cheap laundry detergent <laughs> that makes you itch. <laughs> Finally, I can completely understand that you probably run a 40-yard dash in roughly nine seconds downhill with the wind at your back and your fingertips are coated with more Cheeto dust than Chester Cheetahs and you always get, you always have to mysteriously use the bathroom when your mom or wife pulls up with the car full of groceries. Oh, man. Oh, this is fantastic. I get it. The NFL completely overlooked you. <laughs> Point is, if you're if you're a fan, it's completely understandable that you may not agree with every Raiders the move make. Hell, I do disagree myself sometimes, but if you're supporting this team that uh, has you completely frustrated and angry with life constantly, there are 31 more teams to choose from. Critique is certainly welcome, but if you constantly hate is what or if constantly hate is what you're spewing, move on. The Raider Nation and there is plenty of things we are supposed to hate around here. The Chiefs, the Chargers, the Chiefs again. A B <laughs> referees who use index cards. <laughs> this is epic, man. It's so good. Men who sound like frogs. get <laughs> it. <laughs> and horses. <laughs> oh man, I'm dying. Oh man, chill with the hate. Oh. Pirate, 1975. Oh, oh my god, that was fantastic. Oh, oh man.
Oh, that's so man. good, man. That was awesome. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So we do a thing around here called the Sizzler Award, which goes out to our best email or our best phone caller this week. Yep. Uh, look, I'm not trying to sell the lead here, and it's and it's up to Swag Jeff to pick it, but my gosh. Pirate1975 oh, has got to be the leader in the clubhouse uh, after that one. I could, yeah. I could barely get through that one. Oh, my that's gosh. So that good. was funny, dude. That was funny. Great job oh there, gosh. Pirate 1975. All right, Swag Jeff, who we got next? All right. It's like trying to follow Elvis now. Like, I know, <laughs> good right? luck with whoever's next. A long time ago on a podcast, not so far away. <laughs> well, that's a good start. Right? <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders have finished the draft, and my solid grade B+. Plus. Uh, day one, I was like, who... I was like, who? When they drafted Alex Leatherwood, 17th overall. But then they came back and had a dynamite day two in the second round since 2014 when they drafted dc 36th overall anyway here's to a great season daniel mangus proud made man gemini man award winner two-time sizzler award winner nice job daniel mangus appreciate daniel daniel's in the chat room there even daniel voted for pirate 1975 well yeah he did uh, great job there, Daniel. Appreciate you, my friend. All right, we got one more to get to, and of course, it's from our email legend around here. It is from our uh, our guy who is across the pond. Uh, he is Paul. He's in Shropshire, UK, but is, which is west of Birmingham, so we call it Mississippi. And uh, he goes on to say, "Evening, fellas. Hope you are all well." This week's email comes with a rant warning, but before I get to that, I'll start with some positivity. Since we spoke last, the draft took place, and what a crazy weekend it was. It's always a dramatic event, and it didn't disappoint this time around. Congratulations to the good people of Cleveland who managed to put on a good weekend with such difficult circumstances. One of the biggest achievements since John Elway learned to walk on his hind legs. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, I'm delighted with how things went. I thought we picked well and covered our areas of need. Mike Mayock did another great job with a lot of Gus Bradley influence as we got the defense uh, heavy draft we all wanted. After signing up the un- after signing the undrafted free agents, and my reckoning, we've got 90 on the roster and around 70 turned out for OTAs, so we're up and running and Coach Bradley can get to work. I was hoping to see an experienced DB come in to add depth and we signed Casey Hayward. Hopefully his spirit, leadership, and experience will be the finishing touch, and he could be the perfect person to be around number 24 as he continues his development. Here comes the rant. To listen to some in the media, we had an unmitigated disaster again, and there's little or no improvement this year. I have to say I'm impressed for those that have superpowers and can see into the future, because how the hell do you know we are no better before a ball has been snapped in anger? Some in Raider Nation should know better as well. I'd never tell anybody they're not entitled to their opinion, but be constructive with it, please. It would seem some of our picks have been written off already. Come on, people. Before you hang these guys out to dry, give them a chance to prove themselves. Don't lower yourselves to the standards of some in the media. Lincoln Kennedy had Alex Leatherwood as one of his three shortlisted tackles on the Silver and Black show, and I think he knows a little bit more about the position and the Raiders' needs than some Beavis and Butthead set up on ESPN. I know the Raider hate has been a thing for a long time, probably as far back as the birth of Philip Rivers' 15th kid. <laughs> but I was hoping for a little bit more calm and respect this year. How naive am I? For me, one of the worst inventions in recent years has been fantasy football. It's all led to people believing they can do the job for real. You wouldn't walk down the street thinking you're a Marine because you can play Call of Duty, would you? So what makes people think they know more than the pros? 
The lines between reality and a game have become really blurred for some, and this is why we see so many crazy comments about the likes of Gruden, Mayock, uh, who absolutely do know what they're doing. Thank God we got you guys, Pillaging Podcast, Watch Raider, Raider Cody, Kenny King to make sense of it all. Some of the comments on social media to some of our picks must make them really feel welcome. I hope none of them see any of it. The grading of draft selections within 24 hours is illogical to me as well. Sensible people who know you can't truly judge a a draft class for at least 12 to 18 months are paid huge sums of money to do this when there's nothing constructive about any of it. It's crazy to me. How does anybody know at this stage whether Trevor Lawrence will be as good as his job than uh, will be any better at his job than Mr. Irrelevant Grant Stewart? After all, didn't some expert once tell Jamarcus Russell he could be a quarterback? Let's wait now, shall we? Now that I've got that all that off my chest, I'm going to go lie down in a dark room. Roll on draft weekend in Vegas 2022. I think I'll check out them mock drafts and see who we can select number 32 in the first round. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Stay safe, Raider Nation. Love you. His Lordship, Paul, the Royal Scribe. Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT, Sizzle Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man. Five time, five time, five, five time, time, five time. Plus one ra- winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzle Award. Nice. Paul! 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 Yeah, Paul! 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 Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right. While Paul is clearly the king of the emailers, we have a king of the voicemails around here. Yeah, we do. He is Aaron, the Q Dog Raider. He's the, the the head of our crew. Every crew needs a captain. Uh, our crew, what we call the made men and the made women, which is when you call and leave a voicemail on this show three or more times and we play it, then you become a made man or a made woman. And Aaron runs that crew, and so we are always thankful to hear his emails. Or excuse me, his voicemails. And so he kicks off this segment. So let's check in with our good friend Aaron, the Q Dog Raider. Greetings, Don Murph, on the boss, Sonny. Consigliere Ma, Swaggy J, Mojo Point, the Universe Space, Ramon the Meme King, Big Raider, Trucker, and Ron the Mater Raider Nation. Now, listen up, listen up, listen up. Before the rest of this call goes down, I want everybody to reach out and make sure that you have your Mother's Day planned. Take care of your girl this past weekend or this coming weekend. Nice. Love your mother. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And, of course, F the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> one is very pleased with what the Raiders draft turned out to be. Uh, we drafted for need, we plugged holes, and we didn't satisfy the industry holes. Um, if if y'all care to, just go ahead and uh, hit the Wayback Machine and go to uh, YouTube, the YouTube. Sorry about that, Bernie. Promerce Fan Cave episode one ninety seven <laughs> at the one hour thirty eight mark, and I did recall uh, pontificating Alex Leatherwood going to us at right tackle out of Bama, albeit in the second, not the first round, behind Trayvon Merrick out of TCU. Whether one, two, or vice versa, it all came out in the wash, and everything was I had foreseen. Something, something, something. Yeah, my uh, Emperor Palpatine voice. But, you know, <laughs> we went right tackle in all defense. Save a center. I mean, are you not entertained? Um, the grocery list. 
Julio Jones over Richard Sherman and Aaron Rodgers for obvious reasons. But since I'm bringing up, you know, the the, the golden one, the cheesehead from uh, the East Bay, um, they just want too much. There are three offers that are out there, and they're all unacceptable. Um, us giving up uh, DC for a 22, a 23, and a 24 first-round pick ain't going to get it. Offer number two, giving up Henry Ruggs the third, who's absolutely going to be a beast this season moving forward, and a 22, 23, 24 first-rounder, a 22 second-rounder, and a 23 fourth-rounder. That ain't going to get it either. Offer three, Max Crosby, Max. And, Max. you know, Abram, he who does not deserve uh, jersey number 24 for obvious reasons. Ouch. And a 22, 23, 24 first-rounder, and a 22 third-rounder. That ain't going to get it. The hit list. All the prognosticators dumping on the Raiders draft before week one. I mean, how can you grade it right after we just got through rapping? It just doesn't make any sense. Come Devin on. Lawson, for obvious reasons, insurrectionist, all 32 teams for not drafting a single player from an historically black college or university, HBCU. And, of course, as per usual, Mike Dicker. This goes out to the made men. Rue. Nice. I'd be remiss if I didn't congratulate Coach Salty and show my sincere appreciation for him being a teacher this Teacher's Education Week, Teacher Appreciation Week, Teacher Domination Week. Thanks for all you do. Goodbye. Oh, love it, man. Coach Salty, also known as uh, the one and only Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh. So uh, speak about that swag, Jeff. Like your relationship with Uncle Mosh started because yeah, he was your teacher. It, yeah, I, I started. He was my teacher. Uh, I was his student, and he's the best in the biz, man. The you best know, there is, yeah, man. I mean, he, you know, I mean, started. I I joined his class in two thousand three, and uh, and yeah, we've been friends ever since. Really, you know, I, I started in his shows and theater and stuff like that, and you know, he took me to my first tunica trip. You know, <laughs> a few years down the road. And yeah, I mean, he's one of my best he's buds. An absolute man. He's, he's, legend in his profession. He's a class act, man. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than Coach Salty, man. Absolutely, the best that's ever done, in my opinion. Best that's ever done. It. And speaking of teacher appreciation, your lovely wife Scarlett is a teacher. Yes, right? she is. Yeah, absolutely, she's a, she's a teacher. She's been a teacher for the last several years, and uh, it's hard, man. Especially these days, it's different. It's different than it was when we were growing up. Absolutely, so. absolutely. absolutely, it is. You yep. know, my uh, my oldest just graduated from high school just yesterday. Yeah, and uh, during that graduation, thank you. And that during that graduation ceremony, it was evident. I mean, the uh, the amount of respect and the reverence that the kids had for their teachers, knowing that. I mean, the biggest, frankly, the biggest ovation of the night was for the teachers because awesome. of everything that they had to go through in this yeah. uh, in this crazy year that we just came off of. So anyways, yep. appreciate you, all you teachers, and especially uh, the legendary Uncle Mosh, one of the best to ever do it. Um, all right, let's go into our voicemails. We got three to get to, and then we're out of here. I know we're running a long show. I see these guys yawning over here. Uh, we'll hit them quick. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I got to get up and cook bacon, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Shut up over there, Murph. All right, here we go. Uh, let's get to our buddy, Kill Jadis. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, KillJace907, and I'm here with your still champion, Macho Man Raider Savage. Nice. How does it feel to still hold on to that championship belt? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like a drug that you just can't get over. I am still the champion, and there ain't no changing that. Yeah. Well, let's just say this. Your championship definitely came much needed. However, there was some help. As you saw later on, especially when you watched the replay, it was actually uh, Macho Man Silver helping out by distracting the Google Voice and then Dusty Raider sneaking into the 
into the ring with a chair and knocking the Google Voice out. What do you have to say about that? I say that you might as well go ahead and give them credit. Raider Nation comes, and Raider Nation helps out when it's needed. Yeah, but I do want to talk to them. I want to talk to the Macho Man Silver, and I want to talk to Dusty Raider. So you leave your email in the comment section below, and let's get to talking, because we have something that we need to get rid of. Yeah. All right. Well, how about the draft? The draft is this. It's bright. The future's bright for us. Yeah. It's shining like a beacon of light, like no other. Well, th- that's great. Why are you shining a flashlight in my face? <laughs> to show you why. The future's bright. It's blinding. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that, you, you should not be shining that thing in my face. Can you turn off? Turn off the flashlight. Turn off the flashlight. Thank you. Well, what about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is nothing. We're going to run him over, and we're going to bury him six feet under. He shouldn't have left the Packers if he even dares try to leave the Packers. He won't join the Donkeys. And that's it. I'm your champion. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and play me out? Play me out. Yeah. Great job, Byron 1970. Or no, I'm all over now. Who's getting tired? Yeah, right. Great job, Kill Jadis Kill 907. Jadis. Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. I still got Pirate 1975 in my brain from that I know, right? email he sent. I appreciate you, Kill Jadis, and appreciate Raider Macho Savage. All right, next up, we're going to hear from our but We hadn't heard from this guy in a while. Um, fellow, oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, fellow made man, Super Deuce. Murph, Hunk, Swag, Capo, Nation, what's good? It's your boy, Super Deuce, or just Deuce, whatever. Hey, all this Aaron Rodgers stuff, if that dude leaves, he's not the he's not the packer that we should trade for. Hashtag go get number seventeen for hey, Yes, sir. Nice. Now that's a good take. That's if you're an amazing gonna sell take. out for a guy, sell out for Devontae, yeah, not absolutely. Aaron Rodgers. Love that. Love that. Great job, Super Deuce. Appreciate hearing from you. All right, here we go. We got one more call to get to for everybody that's in the chat. Aaron the Q Dog Raider, Lee B, Sugar Shane, Franklin eighty three, Fierce Raiders in there, Dakota Raider is in there, Foxy Scorpio, Lencho, Mike Kraut, uh, Jeffrey is in there, Daniel Mangus is in there, Roy is in there. Oh my gosh, man, the chat is is loaded. I appreciate all of you joining us here on the YouTube's. All right, we got one more to get to, and so if you're in there listening live. Go ahead and turn the lights down. Yeah, do we need to cut the lights out? You might, you might need to fire up a candle or two, maybe some aerobotherapy, whatever you do, whatever your thing is, and enjoy the dulcet tones of one. <laughs> I almost had it until I saw you laugh. <laughs> I almost said something really bad. Oh, is that why? Yeah, it's no big deal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And enjoy the, the sweet, sultry sounds <laughs> of Rico. Hey guys, Raider Monrico here, a message for welcome to the nation, all the dogs we picked. As I told you already, I didn't really care whether we were picking because this year for me is playoff or bust. I will not take a mediocre season again, I will not accept a season where we're going to say "Ah, we nearly made it, but we're making progress. The only progress is winning in and out. And win is the only thing that matters. We also have to be able to win back-to-back against the Quiffs. 
So let's see what happened. Anyway, I'm happy with the draft, especially for uh, Divine Diablo, who was one of my picks. If you remember Murph, I break it down when I was talking about the senior ball. He's a tall corner, physical. You can put him everywhere in the backfield. But as I told you, I believe it when I see it. So till September, I'm going to lower my expectation. We probably all expect a defensive player as a first pick, but we can all agree Leatherwood is a beast and he can learn playing on the right side thanks to the fact that the only guy who is giving positive result in the organization is Tom Cable. So I'm comfortable with reinforcing the offensive line. Plus Leatherwood, if well-trained, is going to push like crazy for the run. And with the addiction of uh, Kenyon Drake in the free agency, finally, the soul of the run of Gruden can take a better form. I'm also not going mad because we didn't draft a linebacker because probably with the new defensive coordinator, those players that we have on the roster can give a better performance. Let's remember that after years of Gunther, it's easy to anyone to underperform. So, without further ado, Alex Leatherwood, Trevor Morig, Malcolm Coons, Divine Diablo, Tyree Gillespie, Nate Hobbs, Jimmy Morrissey, welcome to the nation, baby. With all that say, I love you all and I'm out. Oh my gosh, he's the best. Oh my so gosh. Good. So good. I could listen to him. Like, Rico, you should do a podcast. Uh, like, yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I, you just have him on the deli. Like, you know, in the morning, like doing your prep, right? Heck this yeah, is man. like the jazzy blues music in the <laughs> back. Oh my gosh, that was incredible, the best, right? right? And, the and we, we, we love it because of like, the way he talks and like everything, but. The dude's spot on. Like he he's knows, got great takes. Exactly. Yep, he's got thing. great content. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yes. He's got great takes, and that's why we love Rico. And so appreciate you because his football knowledge is on point. Yeah. It's one thing to be cool, but when you know what the hell you're talking about, exactly. it makes you, you know, like triple cool. So absolutely. Thank you, thank you, Rico. All right, Swag Jeff, take us home, man. What do we yeah, got? Yeah. Yeah. So we started. Uh, we started. We got some. We got some emails. Uh, we started uh, with uh, Stacy Refrater. We didn't know what the hell he was talking about, but he's having a good time, and he loves our Raiders, and he loves Raiders Fan Radio, and we love him, man. We love him. He's the best. Uh, We we heard from Daniel Mangus, who loved the second pick. Uh, Morg, he loves him. Uh, We heard from Paul, who shouted out out Elway for learning how to walk on his hind legs, (laughs) and we love to see that. We love to see that. And, of course, we heard from Capo. We heard from uh, Kill Jadis, who, Macho Man Raider Savage, stole the call, and uh, congrats to him on retaining his title against Google Voice. Yes, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Super Deuce, uh, he said, go get Devontae Love Adams. Love that take, man. Absolutely. I dig killer. it. I dig it. I dig it. And Rico, uh, playoff or bust, uh, he loves Divine Diablo. And I could listen to him say Divine Diablo <laughs> all day long. Right absolutely. But we all know who won the Sizzler. Let's A go. guy that shouted out the coach or the couch GMs. <laughs> Time to support. Stop the hate. Go help your mom with the damn groceries. It's Pirate 1975. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead. 
to errant Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Man, I cannot appreciate everybody enough for hanging in with us for this long show that we had to hit the reboot for. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat. You guys can't see the chat, but it's it's been lit up all night long. Lee B, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Jadis is in there, Franklin83, Tider Raider, Dakota. Uh, man, so many folks in there. Franklin83, Michelle Sweat, Super Deuce, uh, Foxy Scorpio. Thank you all so much. Congratulations, Pirate1975, on your uh, on your epic freaking email, man. That was that was fantastic. Uh, thank you, QB Jeff, for being here tonight. Yes, appreciate uh, yeah, man, it was so great to have you back in. Yes. Go check out Domenico's if you're in the Bay Area and Alameda, uh, or definitely check it out here in the South. Swag Jeff, though, throw it to, or let me throw it to you, Jeff, for some final words. Yeah. Before you, and then you throw it to Swag Jeff. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys having me. It's always a blast here in the in the fan cave. And uh, future's bright, Raider Nation. Don't get don't get too pessimistic. All right. 11, 11 and 6, I'm calling it. Ah, I love it. Love Deal. It. Swaggy. Come on with the groceries and don't be a negative that's, Nancy. That's right. He was spot on, man. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, all for joining us that are in the chat. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, win a Josh Jacobs jersey and a patch. Do it. Uh, thanks to uh, all the people that donated tonight to the One Nation Foundation. Chucktown Raider, Daniel Mangus, Tider Raider, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Matthew Mangus, Pirate 1975, Tyrone Graves, Edgar V, Foxy Scorpio and Franklin 83. Oh my uh, Thank you guys so much. You. Uh, you know, it, th- this makes it all worth it, man. When, when you guys can can give money so we can give to a, to uh, the greater youth sports organization uh, in Vegas. It's it's an amazing thing. Uh, we love it. Uh, thank you for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, everybody, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night, YouTube. Good night. Shout out, Uncle Mosh. We miss you, buddy. We miss you, Mosh. Got a ribbon for you, Mosh. Oh, nice. He'll come out of retirement for that. (laughs) Yeah, he will. Men who sound like frogs. (laughs) 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 And horses. (laughs) This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.